0: Kaboom! Welcome back to the Hank Strange right. Situation.
1: Welcome back, Lifestyle people. Subscribe, thumbs open. up, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. Okay, Sam, we do this thing called jazz hands like this. Let's get the jazz hands going. That's right. I hope you got your big girl panties on because we are live. We are live. This is episode 413 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Coming to you live from the Strange Media Studios in Gainesville. And... Um, <laughs> I'm hearing a little bit of an echo. I don't know where that feedback's coming from, but yeah, this is episode four thirteen, and we have Sam Paredes of Goa, California. Did I get it right? Uh, uh, you just told me. Gun owners company. of California. Yeah, gun owners, California, and we've got Babyface P joining us live here. So we're gonna talk about uh, lots of California stuff. Lots of things of interest to the gun folks out there in California. If you're in California right now, you have questions. We got Sam here. Okay, we got Babyface P here. He will try to answer questions. He'll just make up
2: stuff. Oh, I'll give you all the the answers for California. (laughs) I know everything.
1: (laughs) Usually with me, he's he, he he's pretending like he doesn't know everything. But when it when he whenever he's dealing with me, he acts like he knows everything. Oh, because I do. Of course, yeah, I do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do that. Um, I, also, Virginia had this uh, special session on guns. Oh God! To solve go? all problems of mankind, and it was abruptly um, ended. I think that's how it went. Got shut down. <laughs> So there you go. So that's, I mean, that's pretty much the long and short of it. But we'll get into that, a whole bunch of stuff. We're not just going to talk about what's going on in California, right, Sam?
0: No, we're going to talk about the Second Amendment nationwide, um, yes. you know, coming to a theater near you.
1: Yes, absolutely. So if you guys have questions or things you want to talk about, topics you want to get, we're going to be all gun-related gun, gun uh, related and anti-gun, horrible-related laws and things people are trying <laughs> oh, to do. God. We're going to talk about all of that. Uh, shout out to Andrew; he gave us uh, a dollar. Thank you,
2: Andrew. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. No comment. Um, if you have a comment, let us know. No, I will, Andrew usually.
1: Yeah, Andrew doesn't usually have a comment. I think he just wants to support us, which is awesome. Cool. So thanks a lot, Andrew. Shout out to everyone out there. All you guys coming in, please right now, thumbs up. So we would we appreciate all the thumbs ups. I forgot to throw up a different sponsor thing, boom. Franklin Armory, that's who's sponsoring us. Pay no attention to the thing you just saw. That is, just forget that. That's not the sponsor you're looking at. So anyway, uh, Franklin Armory is sponsoring us tonight. Thank you to Franklin Armory. They've got some cool things out there. You know what's funny? When Franklin Armory is trying to come up with, with alternatives to all these crazy laws, everyone says, why do we need that? We don't need that. But then, then you think, oh, there's people out there trying to take away your Second Amendment every day, so you might yep. need some of this stuff from Franklin Armory. So anyway, shout out to those guys. Thanks to them a lot. Um, Sam, we already know Babyface, so you know he was already here yesterday. <laughs> you know, uh, Sam, welcome to the show. You want to tell us like who you are, what you do, how you how you guys associated with GOA?
0: Sure, um, Sam Paredes. I'm executive director of Gun Owners. Of California, I've been doing this since 1980. Wow! You know, I, out of kindergarten and straight to the to the yeah. fight to protect guns. Babyface uh, P
1: wasn't even alive in 1980, man. Nope, <laughs>
0: nope.
2: no. I will, I will give credit. I was not. Well, no, you came just, along
0: just, like eight years later or something. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just to show you how long the the real political fight on the, uh, on the Second Amendment has been around. Mm-hmm. We were founded by uh, uh, California State Senator H. L. Richardson who at the time was a board member of the National Rifle Association. And this was just after the Watergate campaign finance Nixon debacle. Um, The federal government and California both created their own campaign finance reform laws, Mm. and they created political action committees. That's back when it started, back in 1974, 75. So Senator Richardson went to the board of directors of NRA and said, hey, do you guys care if I start one of these political action committees out in California because for the first time the, uh, the legislature sponsored a bill to ban handguns. And the board said, no, go right ahead. As a matter of fact, use our fundraising guy to help you raise money to fight this. And from then on, uh, we've been fighting here in California. And, and because the laws are different for the state and the federal Government, uh, uh, we had to create Gun Owners of California and Gun Owners of America. We have Gun Owners Foundation, which is our legal arm, where we do all of our educational stuff. And we we pay for all of the lawsuits and friend of the court briefs that we file with uh, appellate courts and the United States Supreme Court. A lot of, uh, you know, we've been around doing this for for quite some time. We don't do anything except fight in the legislature or the, the halls of Congress. We work in elections to elect pro-Second Amendment candidates and defeat anti-gun candidates. And finally, we work in the courts in conjunction with a lot of our Second Amendment partners throughout the country in order to move the Second Amendment forward, to restore it and to protect it through the judicial process. And, and we've got some very exciting times coming up ahead of us uh, on, on that area, but we can talk about that. You know, a, a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, been doing this for a long. I'm a, I'm a lobbyist. I'm a, I'm a, a legal reader and writer of, of a friend of the court. I didn't want to go to law school. I didn't want to be a lawyer. They're forcing <laughs> me to be a lawyer. I don't like it. But, uh, <laughs> you poor and guy. I, and 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 uh, <laughs> and elections are are a very interesting job. But just, you know, that's what we do. That's our expertise. We don't do insurance programs and safety training and any of these other things that other groups do much better. We yeah. focus our attention on the things that we are pros at, and that's what we've been doing since 1980. No, not, wow. I'm sorry. Since 1975, we've been doing it. I came on board in 1980. Oh, And wow. it's one heck of a job. It's, yeah. It's a lot of work. So, th- I mean, you said you
1: guys don't do anything but, but those three things as you said, those are big, those are really important things, I think, you know, to, yeah, to the, focus the, on.
0: Yeah, those are the things that, that, that actually directly affect... The Second Amendment, uh, as it is applied, as, as we all use the Second Amendment, these are rights that have been given to us, not by government, but they pre-existed government and mm-hmm. they were enumerated in the Constitution. And, and those things, the the, the legislatures, um, the elections and the courts is where we go to, to. Those are the arenas where we go to fight to protect and restore the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a lot of work, man.
1: Yeah, I imagine. Uh, Peter Hinkle, on that note, Peter Hinkle gave us a couple of bucks to say, what can out-of-state patriots do to help? So <laughs>
0: well, I don't know if you want to jump into that. That's a good question, right? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. And, and and actually, um, I want to encourage people who are not Californians to pay close attention because what happens in California either affects or infects the rest of the country. This is kind of like the the, the, the stew pot of of you know germs and and all kinds of bad little critters that grow and propagate and then once they pass it here they send it to to you know a state near you uh, to try to pass it a lot of the what was happening in Virginia was largely based on what was happening was was first started here in in, in California mm-hmm. um, and and so if you want to be a part of the fight and try to to, to end it at nip it off at the bud you can support gun owners of california at uh go to our website gunownersca.com g-u-n-o-w-n-e-r-s-c-a.com and and a hundred percent of the resources that we get go to those three things lobbying elections and the courts that's all we do and uh and we're working very hard to uh to win uh, there's no option for us. We have to win, and we're going to win, but it means that we have to stay engaged. And a lot of our folks, both here in California and outside of California, they have to wake up, man. There's so many people who are are saying, I, I, they can't do this to me. They're not going to do these to my rights. These things to my rights. They're doing it." And when it affects you, then it's time to get up. And sometimes it's too late. Don't let it be too late. Get involved now. Support uh, GOA. Uh, and GOC, if you want to be right there fighting for for your rights, uh, right where you live.
1: Yeah, I just threw up the uh, I just threw up the link to that in the okay. chat. Um, while you're talking here, I'll probably go over and put it in the description of this video for anyone that's looking for it. So there's a whole bunch of things that come to mind, babyface. If you have any uh, questions or anything, mm, jump yeah. in. It Seems like you have something. Go ahead. Do
2: you do you feel that there is a path? Back to having freedoms restored to Californians, because everything's been so trampled on over there. It to me, as an outsider, it feels hopeless. It truly feels hopeless.
0: It it, it and for a lot of Californians, it feels hopeless. That's that's we have a legislature that is more than two thirds in both houses, rapidly anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment, anti-Constitution. They are passing law after law. Every crazy idea that you can come up with uh, for gun control, they're passing it. There is a path. First of all, we have to stay engaged in the legislature to tell the truth so that the media at least cannot deny that they heard the truth because we said so. Secondly, it's important to tell the truth in the legislature because when we go to court to fight these unconstitutional laws, and we go before a judge, the last thing we want to happen is for a judge to say, hey, Gun Owners of California, you know, we we operate in a, in a, in a government that has three parts, the judicial, the executive, and the legislative branch, and you weren't involved in part of that uh, to, to fight for your rights, now you're coming to us for, for help? Nah, you gotta be involved all the way. So we're gonna be involved all the way. So we're gonna lobby, and we're gonna tell the truth, and then we're gonna go to courts, which is what we've done. We've got lawsuits on everything. Here in California, we have what is called a safe handgun list. In other words, you cannot buy a handgun unless it is approved safe by the state of California.
2: That and that's and, always felt like wildly unconstitutional <laughs> to me. Like that doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense. That a, a Gen Three Glock is fine is totally fine. A four and a five, whew, don't yeah. even think about it.
0: Yeah, what? The, <laughs> let me let let me blow your mind. It's not only that. How about a a, a gun that has been on the list since? They started it back in the, you know, 20 years ago. And then all of a sudden the manufacturer improves the material for the spring, the recoil spring that they use, or they change the material in the stock, or they they make some sort of modification on an old model in order to make it safer, more reliable, stronger, uh, and, and, and uh, less expensive to purchase. That change would knock it off the list and the way the list is right now, you have to now go through a whole bunch of politically correct features like the gun, a, a handgun has to have a loaded chamber indicator. Ooh. It has to have a magazine disconnect, oh. and it has to have micro stamping, and this will blow your minds. In other words, every time you shoot a semi-automatic gun, the firing pin is supposed to be imprinting on two locations on, on, on the, what the cartridge. the Make model and serial number microscopic numbers on them, in, in order for the police to be able to go. Oh, I see that. Uh, you know, uh, Hank was shooting this gun. This is registered to him. It's a it's a Glock. This is the serial number and all of, all of that stuff. And since nobody uses that technology anywhere in the world, it means. But it is a part of the law. It by definition means that we have not had a new handgun put on our safe handgun list. For for years. Yeah. For years. That's, so
2: that's so that's the big thing that keeps new firearms from getting on the handgun list is that micro stamping? Micro
0: stamping. Yeah. Micro stamping. No, I've always
2: right. wondered that. I thought it was just a money thing. Because I thought you just had it was like a uh, expensive process to go through. I didn't realize there was something. It, it is an like expensive
0: that. it is an expensive process. And and why would manufacturers wanna continue mm-hmm. to put one of these guns on the safe handgun list when they're no longer mag- they're obsolete? Yeah. But in order for the, to be able to sell guns in California, they keep these old models on. When they that, first started the list, there were uh, almost 2,000 different models of handguns that people can buy. We're down close to 700 models of handguns that, that that you can buy. And we're talking it's a different model if it's a slightly different size slide, a, a different finish, a, any different designation in the name, it's a different model. And, um, you know, we are definitely using old-school, obsolete models in order to defend ourselves here in yeah. the state of California. How does from, California
2: – go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I was, was just going to say, from what I mm-hmm. understand, Glock still makes a Gen 3 specifically for California. They Absolutely. phase it out pretty much everywhere else. Like you can't yep. go buy a Gen 3 like you could a year ago when the Gen 5 came out except in California. They basically shoveled them for California. That's it. Mm-hmm.
0: And, that is that is the case with several manufacturers. Ruger continues. As a matter of fact, Ruger was one of these companies that upgraded some of the materials in their old model guns in order to make them more reliable. Mm-hmm. They and still make DOJ, the old Yeah, and DOJ uh, came to them. Have you made any changes at all to these old school models? And they said, "Why? Well, of course, we've updated this or that. they said, OK, well, they're no longer eligible to be sold in the state of That's California. Insane. That's so absolutely Ruger, insane. In order for Ruger to sell these guns, they went back to the old inferior materials, (laughs) put them in the the guns, and that's the only way they can sell them. And God bless Ruger and and those companies that have been willing to do that. Smith & Wesson only has two semi-automatics on the list that we can buy here in the state of California, the Shield and the SDBE. That's it. We cannot buy any other uh, 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 Smith & Wesson semi-automatic. None.
1: Is the is the Sig P365 available there? Uh, I'm not sure. No, That's it can't be. No, it can't be. It's right? not. Yeah. It's not. So, you know what? This you yes. know what this brings to mind? So, you're obviously a Californian, so you know about this. So, California has this thing called CAFE standards for cars where uh-huh. they control every single car that comes into America because of their particular standards. That's that they correct. have set for cars. So this is something like that. Um, I think that's a, a mostly affecting people in California where the car thing affects uh, you know everyone around the car, probably in North America yeah. on the whole. Yeah. But how the hell is California getting away with this crap?
0: Well, it's because um, some of these things have been challenged, some of these things have not been challenged yet, because when you go to court, you wanna make sure that you have a very good chance of winning your lawsuit, because if you lose, it puts you behind for long years, maybe decades, in order for you to be able to fix that. Um, We are now to the point to where things are so bad, and the courts are, I, I, I dare to say it, so good that we can take some of these cases all the way up to the Supreme Court, and we have a uh, better than, than, uh, than good chance of winning some of these cases. And, and that is where our victory is going to come. And because of California's crazy left-wing, anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment uh, 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 worldview and activities, those challenges that make it to the Supreme Court, and, and New York is, is right there with us, Mm-hmm. That make it to the Supreme Court when the Supreme Court rules on those things, it's going to be a blessing to every state and every territory in America. And and we've got a couple of cases just like that that are before the Supreme Court right now. Number one, New Jersey State, um, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association mm-hmm. versus the city of New York. That is an important case that has to do with transporting firearms legally. Um, uh, the constitutionality of being able to bear arms outside the home mm-hmm. transporting them taking them with you that's not that is a very So so what's
1: option. the thing with that one because i think new york is trying to weasel its way out of that and then they're they're <laughs> they're saying that they won't they won't
0: comply <laughs> with uh, the supreme court what's the <laughs> Well what's going what happened was what happened was the, the the city of new york they actually changed their laws in order to try to moot the case before the Supreme Court, because the Supreme Court accepted this case, they granted certiorari, which means they're going to hear this case. Mm-hmm. And and so the New York, all of the anti-gun world in, in America went to the city of New York and said, "Are you guys freaking kidding us? You guys put this case before the United States Supreme Court. Not only are going to they're going to shove down your throats to your un unconst- These the anti-gun people talking to yeah. the city of New York. Yeah, right. Not only are they going to uh, declare your laws unconstitutional, but you jerk balls what's going to happen now is now they have an opportunity to rule on level of scrutiny used on any gun control case and if they rule on that the world is going to change if the supreme court says you know what since heller and mcdonald the cases that, that declared the Second Amendment an individual right since Justice Scalia said that the only—I want to discourage judges to use judicial balancing tests on Second Amendment cases. In other words, uh, rational basis, intermediate scrutiny, and even strict scrutiny. want to caution you. The only thing you should be using on Second Amendment cases uh, uh, um, are text, history, and tradition— of the meaning of the words when they were written by our founding fathers at that time. That's the only guide, and if you use that as a guide, it's, all of the gun control laws in, in throughout America, uh, vaporized. Yeah. yeah, these people
1: yeah. don't. These people don't have any kind of
2: sanity. So, so wait, what happened in New York? They went. They went and tried to change yeah, something.
0: They, 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 yeah, they they changed the laws in order to say, oh. People can now transport their 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 guns in 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 the city of New York. You see, uh, people <laughs> are people taking advantage of that it. right now. Are people? So, the Supreme Court said, "Nah, you guys are trying. Yeah, to pull don't the try one. Yeah. we've already got precedent. We're going to rule on this issue the way it came to us, and we're gonna and 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 that's the way it's going to be." So, so New, York, New York, New York is is is. is
1: New York is the most, first of all, I grew up in New York, and it's the most insane place. Richard Hughes was just here. Shout out to Richard Hughes, by the way. He was just here hanging out with us, who's also from New York. It's so insane. They just created a whole law so they could see uh, Trump's... uh, his tax forms and all that. This is, kind of, people of New York City, this is insanity that you're living under. You shouldn't have these people, they're, they're not taking care of the city or of the state. Instead, they're just going on whatever agendas they wanna go on and spending your money in, in, in this crazy way. And then not allowing you to protect yourself
0: on top of all of that, right? Crazy, you know, they say, oh yeah, you can own a, a, a gun in, in the city of New York it might cost you, a, you know, up to $1,000 in fees and, and all of that. In it's a nightmare. To have those. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then once you own it, you can only transport it to one of seven authorized locations in the city. You cannot yeah. take it outside of the city. You can't take it hunting. You can't take it to compete. You can't take it to yeah. your you family can't, outside. You can't take
1: it outside That's, of your home. I don't think you can use it because uh, my younger brother uh, still lives in New York. And uh, uh-huh. like you have, you know, he's gone through the permits that you have. You have to go get a permit to buy a gun, and that's for a specific gun. And then you have a certain time that you have to buy that gun on that permit. But you can't, uh, if, if uh, unless I'm mistaken here, you can't even use it to defend yourself, really, if you want to. Um,
0: uh, pretty much. Yeah, that's the way that if you read all of the laws, it is. Um, if you use a gun to defend yourself, it, 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 it's like in, in, in England. I mean, in New York is like England. If you defend yourself, it's like you're the one who's the bad guy and they're gonna throw the book at you yeah. instead of going after the, the, the criminal. Um, yeah, right. that, that's that's crazy. Yeah. That's craziness. There was there was
1: recently people. a case that you, got, you, can, um, you guys can look up. I don't know if you know about this, uh, Sam, but there was a case of a guy who inherited a gun from his dad. So his dad bought this mm-hmm. gun legally um, and then his dad died. So he inherited the gun. But New York doesn't believe in that, so he he physically had the gun. Um, someone broke into the house and he, and he defended himself. But now he's in trouble because this gun was didn't have the right paperwork, wasn't registered, etc. So now this is an older gentleman. I think he's like in his eighties or something like that, fighting for his for his life literally with uh, the judicial system in, in New York. That's insane. Just for uh, defending can, himself in his home. Yep.
0: You know, as far as I'm concerned, anybody who uses any firearm registered or not to defend themselves and they're successful, all that's it. That's it. That's where it ends. Um, forget about any violations they might have had as if they've defended and protected their lives. It saves society money. It saves us uh, a, a trouble. It, it, it doesn't choke up the courts. Um, it, it's it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And we have that here in California. Uh, inherited guns, they have to go through a intrafamilial firearms transfer. In other words, hell? you have to go through all of this paperwork in order to to take the gun from my great grandfather, who who might have willed it to me, and and uh, and 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 finally put it in my possession. If I don't go through all of that process and I use the gun to defend myself, I'm in trouble. That's, That's crazy. In That's what insane. world does that make any sort of sense? Yeah, you know? it shouldn't. And yet we have laws that say. That say if felons who cannot have guns, if they are in fear of their life and somehow gain access to a firearm to defend themselves, They're... that's okay. That's an exemption to the <laughs> to the prohibition of having guns. Yeah, can you believe that? That's it's that's, that's, it, it, <laughs> it, it. It reminds me of the crazy ammunition laws we have here in California, man. It's it's. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's it's, it's a nightmare.
1: (laughs) Should we talk about some of the stuff going on in California? I don't know. There's usually folks in here from California, Uh, but California's getting hit with a bunch of stuff. Uh, On the forefront of my mind right now, you guys now have to do background checks on ammo. How's that situation working out? Because that's been in effect for about a week.
0: Yeah. July 1st, everybody was required to, uh, if you wanted to buy ammunition, you had to go through a licensed ammunition vendor. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to go through a background check, one of three different kinds. One, if you have a gun that you, uh, if you have purchased a gun and registered in the state of California, you're on a database. So when you go buy ammunition, we go back to 1968, you fill out in a book, your name, your address, your driver's license, how much ammo you bought, what kind you bought, and the name of the salesman who sold it to you, because if something goes wrong, the, governor wa- the government wants to go back to the salesman who sold it to you and find out what went wrong. Then that's transmitted to the Department of Justice, and supposedly, if you have purchased a gun in the past, you've gone through your 10-day waiting period and your background check here in the state, If you- and you're on that list, then you should be able to walk out with the ammunition. But if your identification that you use to to prove who you are spells road R D, period, and on your dealer record of sales for the gun that you purchase, it spells it R O A D, those records will not match and you will not be able to take possession of that of, of that ammunition. That's if you you go in and buy one box of twenty-two long rifle, you're gonna have to do that. Wow. Or you're gonna have to show up with a with a with a um, a real ID, driver's license, or a uh, birth certificate, or a passport certified birth certificate, uh, uh, or you're going to have to purchase a, a a certificate of eligibility. That's uh, you, that means to me that is insane. Yeah. <laughs> that is the craziest thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're basically registering yourself with the Department of Justice. They do a they roll your fingers for fingerprints, um, and they do a background check that is valid for one year. Mm-hmm. And then you have to renew it and you can go in there. And if they have you, you go in there with your uh, certificate of eligibility number and they run it through the system. And if everything checks out, you're, you're good to go. And finally, if you don't have any of those things, you can go ahead and do like you do when you buy a gun, you fill out a dealer record of sales. It could take you up to 10 days or more waiting period before they do a one time only background check. You'd think that once you do that, They would put you on the database and you'd be eligible to buy ammunition in the future. No, you get a 30 day window where you can make one purchase transaction. This is insane. And that costs you $19.
1: What happens to someone suffering from domestic, some sort of domestic abuse, trying to defend themselves and they have to go through this and they can't jump through all the hoops and meanwhile someone comes and beats them to death or, yeah,
0: I mean. Yeah,
2: exactly. There's, Uh,
0: you're, I mean, you can only imagine what what happens there they they become a victim instead mm-hmm. of a survivor because mm-hmm. the government here in california prevented them from from having the ability to protect themselves because the government isn't going to protect them mm-hmm. and the government is prohibiting them preventing them from to, from protecting themselves
1: yeah
3: so well and the government
0: them.
1: has no um they have no responsibility to do so at least not the police departments right that's correct. From what the that's Supreme correct. Court said, um, and then yep. I saw, w- which is real this is like made me feel like I was in a Twilight Zone. I saw the governor of California. Uh, is that that's Newsom, right? He's the he's yeah the governor? Gavin Newsom. Yeah, he said that it's not guns that kill people; it's the bullets. Now, it's the bullets that kill people. <laughs> Did you see that? So yeah,
0: yes, he um, he was the reason that we have these laws. Uh, before he ran for governor, he sponsored a an initiative. Um, uh, the, uh, a proposition here in California that created the ammunition registration system that we are now living under. Un- unbelievable, as it may seem, the voters of California voted it in because they thought it was some sort of a safety for schools program, a mm-hmm. safety program, and not an ammunition registration system. And it, and and that's why we have the law in the books. And, and it's it's absolutely nuts. Here, here, here's a kicker. Let's say that my brother—I'm a gang member. I am from the Sam Paredes Wild Guys from El Dorado County, and I have <laughs> okay. a brother. I have, I have a brother who's uh, the, the Reno Wild Guys in Nevada. My brother in Nevada can literally load up a tractor trailer full of ammunition, come into the state of California shoot it, use it, do whatever he wants with it, and give it to me, and he will not have broken the law. But if I go to Reno, to Shields, or Sportsman's Warehouse, or Cabela's, and buy one box of 22 long rifle ammunition, bring it back into the state, I have violated the law. Uh So it's very insincere. So a resident of
1: the state of California cannot leave the state and go somewhere else and buy ammo, but someone that's a resident of another state can go into the state of California and and uh, give away, sell, do whatever they want with the ammo.
0: Yeah, they can't sell it.
1: They can't they sell, sell it. it. Okay.
0: That's when they would violate the law. They would have uh, to give it away. Okay, uh, yeah, you know, that's that's in essence the, the, the reality. But let's say somebody's come into California and they didn't bring any ammunition. They want to buy some ammunition here. They're prohibited from doing so. They can't. There's no way, no mechanism unless they apply for a certificate of eligibility while they're at home, take the 30 days plus that it takes to get your certificate of eligibility, cost almost $100 to get that thing, either receive it, then they can come into the state of California and buy ammunition while they're here. So it's, uh, th- this is, I'm sure your, your listeners are going, what the heck is this guy talking about? This doesn't make any sense. This is crazy That's exactly what it is. So how
1: how is that working out? Is that system working flawlessly? What's
0: the deal? (laughs) Well, imagine this. In the state of California, we have probably 40 million guns. Over the last five years, there have been over a million firearms transactions per year in the state of California. And let's just imagine that on the average, every new gun buyer buys two boxes of ammunition within the first year that would be eight million transactions that would happen. So the Department of Justice has gone from having tracking no transactions to tracking tens of thousands and eventually millions of transactions as time goes by. Their system, some places it worked okay, kind of, sort of. A lot of places it put It shut guys down. People were out of the business of selling ammunition. As a matter of fact, we have Walmart in the state of California, the largest vendor of ammunition in the state. They haven't sold any any ammunition since July 1st because they have to train their employees to use this system. And Department of Justice didn't give any training to Mm -hmm. to people on how how to use the system, how to make it work. They wrote regulations and say, here, here is a sheet of paper. You guys read it and figure it out. So there have been all kinds of crashes, platform crashes, software and hardware uh, uh, incompatibility that has prevented people from being, uh, 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 you know, uh, in but, business, and it's crazy.
2: But that's a that's well, a good thing in their eyes because it's preventing people from buying ammo.
0: So on the left, that's a great thing.
2: It's not being not allowing people to buy yeah, ammo is yeah. is the name of the game.
0: Yeah. That you you hit the nail on the head. Jeez, Their goal scary. is not really to prevent crime or because they know that none of these laws prevent crime or reduce crime or solve crime. It is everything they can do to make it more difficult for us to get guns and ammunition because they are scared. They are afraid of us, and That's and so the debacle. And you know what they say? Oh, we'll fix it. You know. You know. It's up to you guys. If you do If if the system isn't working. And we're not going to tell you, we're not going to answer your questions. Um, you figure, you read the law and, and and interpret it through, hire an attorney and interpret the law and, and go that way. And if you screw up, you might get a visit by a bunch of guys in black SUVs jumping out in ninja suits with AR-15s, well, actually M-16s or M-3s, mm-hmm. M-4s, uh, and they come knocking on the door and say, um, you screwed up. And uh, we're coming to take all your ammunition. And by the way, now you're now eligible to own guns and, and all kinds of. How
1: are, they, how are they enforcing this? Who's going around checking the
0: books? Who's enforcing all this stuff? How's that working? Well, as of right now, there is no enforcement. There's no one out there. They're relying on local law enforcement, uh, uh, sheriffs and chiefs of police to somehow magically find out when somebody is in the black market of of, of uh, selling ammunition and and then charging them with, with with a violation of these laws they don't have enough agents at the state of california department of justice to be able to go around and enforce this law so it's kind of like this is the law now go out and obey it um and if you don't obey it a naughty you're naughty and Maybe we're going to catch right. you and charge you with. The so this run. could
1: be a reason. So like if they pull someone over who um, or, or go, go into your home and you have firearms, instead of going after those, they could say, hey, how did you buy this ammo or something like that? Right.
0: Well, come, first you... of all, right off the bat, want to make sure that all of our all of the listeners understand if you ever get a knock on the door from law enforcement, very politely, you say, yes, can I help you in this police? We want to come in, say I'm sorry, unless you have a search warrant, you're not welcome inside this house. Mm -hmm. And the reason that they go without a search warrant is because in 99.9% of the cases, no judge would give law enforcement a search warrant for them to be able to go in and find out what we're doing with our guns or our ammunition. So Mm -hmm. that being said, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it gives them a pretext. If there's some indication that you violated the law, once they're inside, it's kind of free access. You know, they see something that, that looks out of place. They can charge you on gun violations while they were there to deal with ammunition violations. They keep, they're keep they going to keep track, a record of all the ammunition that everybody buys through this system. and They're calling it the Ammunition Purchasers uh, uh, Database. So me, I shoot a lot. And um, over the years, it's not going to be five or 10 boxes of ammunition that are going to be listed in my name. Yeah. You you, you haven't stockpiled.
1: You haven't stockpiled, (laughs) I'm guessing, at this point, right? Uh, Oh, I don't. Yeah, don't. You don't have to. You don't have to answer that question. Okay, lots of people are asking us about reloading. Someone mentioned 3D printing bullets. Yeah,
2: that was a good question because, like, for here, I I reload. Um, Yeah. Is there any is there anything stopping from getting components in?
0: Nope. You can buy all the components, primers, cases, uh, powder, and projectiles, all of them, and you can have it delivered to your doorstep by UPS or, or a FedEx or whatever delivery system you can. But if you have one box of 22 delivered to your doorstep, you have violated the law.
2: It's insane. Yeah. I, I can buy... For now, a, for a now, for barrel, now you
0: could do this. Remember, for A now. barrel of black powder
2: <laughs> and that's not a problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they, 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 they're frustrated because uh, I've had the opportunity to testify before the legislature literally thousands of times since 1980, and I, I have reminded them that you know you cannot prevent me from reloading ammunition because I just I just drive around the streets of my neighborhood and pick up all of the wheel weights that I that I that I find, and that's enough for me to melt down and create my my own bullets. You have yeah. no way of knowing any of that. Anybody mm-hmm. can do that. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, if you guys really want to get down to the nitty gritty. There are people who are residents of our correctional institutions, who have learned how to make gunpowder in prison.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What makes you think that those of us who are out here in
2: have occupied, have
1: modern yeah. amenities yeah. and
2: technology? Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. In <laughs> not yeah. freedom, California, but still able. You know, that, it's, that's it's, true. It's we, like prison, I, but you're I'm, outside. You're outdoors. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we're, we're we're in occupied territory. You know? Yeah, it's. Uh, Wow. behind the razor wire so what
1: um, what are you guys doing to push back against that? there's some other things yeah. going on in California that we probably need to get into but what do you guys what kind sure. of pushback you sure. guys have going on um,
0: the National Rifle Association and the California Rifle and Pistol Association are our partners here in California. they have filed a lawsuit and uh, Kim Rody our Olympic uh, uh, hero um, six-time Olympic medalist, she is the lead person it's a uh, roadie versus Becerra, who is our attorney general okay file a lawsuit to, to find this entire law unconstitutional probably later this week um, we're working with the with with the other folks to file a temporary restraining order or an injunction to to stop the law from proceeding because it is so disrupting commerce in, in the state of California and denying people directly, absolutely, their Second Amendment rights because guns and ammunition are inseparable. Guns without ammunition are not arms. They have to, they go hand in hand. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you prevent one from uh, accessing the other, uh, you don't have arms. So
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, we think there there's a pretty good chance that we'll be able to get this this law at least suspended until the court case is heard and maybe overthrown um and, and thrown on its head which would be amazing but it only happens because there are enough people who are paying attention and have gotten totally ticked off and they have are are, are becoming members of gun owners of california and california rifle and pistol association and nra and for us to have the resources to go into court and to file the lawsuits and the friend of the court briefs that are needed to to overturn these laws, and we can't stop now. Uh, we're in the process, uh, and 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 victory is ahead of us. But we got to keep moving forward.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a tough deal. We need
1: everyone on board. Is the NRA helping you guys out currently with this fight? I know there's stuff going on at the NRA. They're a little busy, you know, I don't, a little distracted. I don't, I don't, I
0: don't, yeah, I, I don't pay attention to any of that stuff. But what I can tell you here in the state of California, the NRA has has, has spent somewhere between three and five million dollars in lawsuits to, to protect the rights of Californians over the last couple of years, not a long period of time. So are they engaged in California? Absolutely, they're engaged. And people who, who criticize them for not being engaged, they have to open their eyes and be honest because— We are working together, and that is the only way, working together, that we're going to restore our rights here in the state. And, um, yes, they are absolutely engaged, and my hat's off to them. In California, we would have zero chance if the NRA was not around and and as active as they are.
1: Okay. All right.
0: That's that's
1: at least good news there. So what's going on with uh, – obviously, there's red flag laws all over the country. How's California affected with the red flag stuff?
0: We have multiple bills going through the legislature right now that that will be coming to your legislature if if you are a a state that has uh, red flag laws or gun violence restraining orders. Mm -hmm. And the bottom line for people who say, you know, what's the big deal about uh, GVROs, red flag laws? They are the single most insincere piece of gun control that the anti-gunners and government can put forward because what they say is that if somebody thinks – that somebody is a potential danger to themselves or others. They can go get a court order. They don't have to show very much proof. They just have to say, well, this is what they've done. They've been acting funny and the, no judge is gonna deny this. They go ahead and issue this restraining order. When they notify the, the, the person, they lose their gun rights. And then they say, okay, your guns are away. We hope you feel better. Go off and don't do any evil. Mm-hmm. Nothing else happens. There's no follow-up. There's no evaluation to check to see if really this person is a danger to themselves or others. And typically, with these red flag laws, the person who has been charged with this, with this uh, uh, um, uh, area of the law, they cannot immediately come to the court and say, "What is going on, Your Honor? I have none of these issues. I have testimony on on my side from my doctors. I don't. I'm not crazy. I'm not." depressed or anything like that. They have to wait a period of time before they can come before a judge. And as Martin Luther King said, justice delayed is justice denied. Mm-hmm. And if they don't allow you to come and prove that you are being uh, wrongfully accused of, of, of something to the point that you lose your second amendment rights, that is totally wrong. Yeah. So this this whole system is insincere. They don't really care that people are, are, are in danger. If they did, they would use the existing laws that they have on the books in virtually every state in the nation where a somebody who is a, a, a danger to themselves or others, they get a visit from law enforcement. They're actually evaluated. Mm-hmm. They go through a mental background check to see if, if there's a, a, an issue that's really going on. And if there is, then they lose their their rights temporarily until the issue is resolved and the court agrees that they are OK and they're not a danger to themselves. There's an actual process where you deal with somebody who's in crisis. Red flag laws don't care about people who are in crisis after they've charged them. They say, just go out and be free and please be nice And don't steal a gun or borrow a gun or make a gun and and commit some sort of crime. So let me let me ask
1: you this. Um, So a couple Mm -hmm. things here is who pays for the legal fees of the person who loses their (laughs) guns?
0: The person who loses their guns will have to hire their own attorneys to be able to go to court and to to defend themselves. Um, th- th- this is a no-win situation for the person that's charged. Mm-hmm. No win. Even if you succeed in proving your innocence, it's still going to cost you a lot of money. And what they're doing with this, these, these laws is they're expanding the number of people that can charge somebody with a, with a GVRO. It used to be uh, parents and teachers. And teachers kind of doesn't make sense because most students are ineligible to own any guns – because of their age. Mm -hmm. Uh, So how would a teacher know that somebody, a kid actually owns a gun, but be that as it may teachers and parents, they're not expanding that to any employee of a school, including gardeners or, you know, uh, uh, volunteers. Uh, They're increasing them to fellow employees where you work or supervisors where you work. um, uh, People who have been, um, who you've resided with in the last six months. So if you were in a frat house less than six months ago, anybody who lived in that frat house can actually file for a uh, GBRO against you um, because they, they constitute um, living with you. Uh, wow. You know, a roommate or somebody that you rent a, a, a house to or an ex-girlfriend, they get mad, they can file one of these things. It is so hard for a judge to prove that one of these was filed maliciously very difficult for them to do so. And that's why the danger is very uh, valid that these things will be issued maliciously. It happens all the time in divorces. You know, mm-hmm. first thing a, 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 a lawyer tells a divorce uh, a candidate, hey, has he said anything or she said anything to, 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 to scare you or, or, or get you mad? And if they have, we're going to get a, a restraining order, which automatically means they lose their gun rights. And so it, it happens all the time, and and that's a very real danger with these things.
1: Yeah. So, um, so, what happens if you can prove that someone made a nuisance, um, you know, red flag against you? Could, it, it, are there any? Is there any way to recover money to get damages or anything like that?
0: Well, there's nothing in the law. Um, if somebody can be proven to have done it maliciously. They could be charged with a misdemeanor, um, but there's nothing in the law that allows you to go back to file for a recovery of your your legal expenses. You can file a civil lawsuit. That not the existing law allows you to file a civil lawsuit to try to recover some of those resources. But then it, that costs money to file that lawsuit to recover the money. Yeah, and and, uh, Already, and lawyers. Uh, the and this, law, this... There's nothing in.
1: Yeah, these aren't cases where lawyers are going to come in and go, "Hey, have you been wrongly accused? We'll do this for free. We won't. We won't take any money from you unless you get
0: money." No, they're not going to do that, right? <laughs> no, that's not the way this works. Yes. Yeah. This, this, this is, is not, not like a car accident. Contingency. Yeah. yeah, it's not a contingency sort of a case. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's there's mess, lots. That,
1: yeah, that's going to be rife with abuse. I think. Look, someone who wants to come after you and wants to disarm you can use this against you.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, and the chances of them getting caught if they were malicious or or blamed for a malicious uh, filing of one of these is very small, very small. So, depending on how mad somebody is, they they're they're going to be willing to take the risk. You know, this guy has took yeah. me off so much. Yeah, I, I've uh, had uh, people here, people call the cops
1: much. on McDonald's or Kentucky Fried Ch- or KFC or something like that. Yeah, if they don't, or this Starbucks. is yeah. Oh, this no, is so no, crazy.
0: They keep the cops out of there.
1: Yeah. So so okay um what about there's lots of police departments towns uh etc that once they get their hands on your property you will never see your property again no matter what. Right. What about that That's case? Right. And what and and then let's say let's take it further than that as well. What if there these guys come and get incredibly
0: valuable rare guns from you and you never see them again. What then what do you do? Well, here in the state of California and I don't know if it's the same Uh, Throughout the rest of the country, but when firearms are confiscated by the police, the law requires them to give a detailed inventory of the guns complete with condition, make model serial number, any uh, distinguishing characteristics and condition of the firearm. The law requires them to do that and to give the person a receipt with that information. Do they do it? Not so much. Uh, but that is what the law what the law requires. If your your case is resolved, you have what you need to be able to go back, and you have to go back to a judge, and the judge has to grant you, you the the, the, the uh, pri- privilege or right to get your guns back. And then, if as long as the police department hasn't already destroyed or somehow gotten rid of your guns, you're supposed to be able to get your guns back. But we've heard many many horror stories where people. Uh, that, you know, they, they they come up with all these excuses. Oh, we still need these guns for, as evidence. We're still checking them to see if they've been used in, in any other crimes, you know. and Are they and allowed to do that? So once it,
1: they get their hands on your guns, they're allowed to uh, check serial numbers and all that?
0: Yes, yes, hmm. yes. Once they're in their possession as, as evidence, they can, they. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, they're supposed to report the the, uh, confiscation or collection of those firearms to the Department of Justice for them to be able to bounce it off of the stolen gun list uh, and and uh, um, uh, the, their their list for crime guns. Uh, so yeah. yes, that they. This they is have like to the, this
1: is theft. This is piracy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is insane. Um, let me do a shout out here for a second. Also, let me remind everyone watching. We've got like 150 people watching, but we didn't hit 100 thumbs ups yet. So I'm going to ask everyone. To smash the thumbs ups, or if you really hate us, do the thumbs downs. Whatever, it's all good. SoCal Gunner, someone from your state, says um, GOC in the house. Shout out to Sam and all the strange familiar hair fighting behind enemy lines with Sam. So shout out SoCal Gunner. Yeah, I know it's tough for the people in California out there, man. It's a beautiful state just on its own, but but it's been completely destroyed by by what's been happening the last what like couple decades, I think.
0: Yeah, it, it is. It is. Um, it, it's a, a lot of good people are leaving the state of California because they haven't. They can't take it anymore. But for those of us who who call California home and um, uh, this is where we're going to stay, this is where we're raising our children, and our grandchildren. Um, we're going to keep fighting. Uh, the, you can call us a remnant or whatever you want to call us, but we're going to fight until the bitter end. And frankly, I think that an upcoming supreme court decision is going to turn things around has the potential for turning mm-hmm. things around on the issue of guns mm-hmm. in the state of california in a very big way we have two different assault weapons bans we have the so-called safe handgun list we have 10-day waiting periods we are shall issue or may issue on concealed weapons permits we've got uh, all the all these laws that that have a potential of maybe vaporizing with the help of the united states supreme court if that happens and the gun issue is no longer something that needs to be defended uh we will always protect it but defend it here in the state of california then we'll turn our 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 heads to other very important issues that that uh you know befall our society because of a of a left-leaning government
1: yeah absolutely let me do another shout out bruce Ludman, right? Am I saying it right, Babyface?
2: Hey, yeah. Bruce Ludman, he's out
1: there. He's the one that... Let me just show off the Babyface P-shirt that I'm, there that you I'm go. wearing today. Uh, let me see. If I turn around, you can see...
2: Oh, the- yep. Yeah, there you go. Piece, piece, here's my, piece, my logo on the, the logo back. On the back Thank you again
1: for the shirts. Thanks, Bruce. <laughs> yes, I'm you know I'm rocking it. Um, you know, it'd be nice to have one that's OD green. I'm just saying. Not <laughs> <I'm> trying to <laughs> I'm not trying to cause any trouble here, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Bruce. Yeah. So this is. Um, are there any sanctuary uh, cities or anything like that for
0: firearms in California yet? <laughs> yeah. Yes, there's one city that has said we've had it. It's the city of needles. It happens to be down on the southeast, not quite the corner of California bordering on Arizona. This is a city that um, relies on tourism. It's, It's right on the Colorado River. It relies on tourism from Arizonans to come into needles and do commerce there, recreate there. We're talking desert, desert areas down there. It's, 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 you know, you say desert and you think, ah, desolate, there's nothing there. It's beautiful.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's hot, mm-hmm. hot, hot. Um, uh, but but uh, the city said, forget it. We're asking the, the legislature for an exemption. We want to become a Second Amendment sanctuary city. We do not want to implement all of these laws. They've passed a resolution through the city council in order to, to do this. The state of California is, of course, going to, call them, you know, poor little spoiled children and and deny them that ability. But that is the that's the first one. It's it's so
2: perfect because they're all all the rest of the cities are saying, well, we're sanctuary cities for illegal immigrants.
0: It's I mean, it's it's
2: the perfect thing to go against. Yeah. How come you could do one but not the other? Exactly. That's amazing. You can't you can't have it both ways. (laughs) Yeah,
0: well, that is the enigma of California. Uh, Yeah, you can't have it both ways. Well, we have politicians that say, yes, you can. Yeah, in and California, you can have it sense. every
1: way to Sunday if you want it, upside, inside out, <laughs> what a, you know, all kinds of different yeah. ways. You just cannot defend yourself. That's correct. You know, that's, that's it. That's really crazy. The cowboy. the ca- mm-hmm. it's California the – I think California is the original cowboy state, right? Oh, it used to
0: be. It used to be. Well, um, I think Wyoming and yeah. and, and Montana yeah. would, and Colorado would argue with that. Yeah. But uh, but we used, yeah. used to be free yeah. people. Yeah, oh, used to be free people in California. Yeah. yeah, we were the hardiest of the hardy. People from all over the world, from all over America, flocked to California in 1849 to yeah. to try to, to to find their. Yes, yeah. go west, young man. Yeah, and to make their fortunes, and and some of them made their fortunes in gold. Some of them made them in in denim jeans. Some of them made them in wine. Uh, mine growing and 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 tool manufacturing and all of that stuff. We were a hardy people and now we're a bunch of pansies sad.
1: yeah sad. so I don't know if oh, you got, they are. We're, yeah. yeah I don't know if you got affected by the uh, earthquakes, but I often think, man, wouldn't it be good to just like float off California into its own country? But I know this you know I mean there's going to be some people that get mad about that. But I was thinking yeah. about that with the earthquake. Like, this would be a good time yeah, to facilitate that.
0: <laughs> a, a 6.4 and 7.1 uh, earthquake back-to-back within a couple of days, even for California, is pretty pretty significant.
3: Mm-hmm. And there
0: are some people, you know, the San Andreas Fault, the main fault, goes right through the Central Valley uh, from Los Angeles and down to San Diego, right up and around San Francisco, the Bay Area, mm-hmm. and if that were to ever completely rip off, and that portion were to the, the west portion would go into the ocean. California would be one of the freest and most conservative states in the <laughs> union. That's where all of the 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 the, the um, you know conservatives and patriots live is on the east side, and the further you go towards the coast, the 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 greener and and uh, uh, bluer
1: they become. It's, yeah, it's it's yeah. a tough deal, man. Uh, last year I was in California. I was driving around the country, and California is really beautiful. You know, it's really it a is. beautiful place. It's it's sad that all of the and it's a it's a huge, massive estate uh, as well, where people need to be able to defend themselves for all kinds of different reasons. You know, there's lots. Of, no matter where you go in California, there's reasons why people would need to. Uh, or places and all that the people would need to be able to defend themselves. Why are they why are they so set on taking this away from the people? or are the people just giving up their rights without knowing, you know what they're doing?
0: <clears throat> I'm gonna blow your mind again here. The mentality of the policymakers here in the state of California is this: they have decriminalized the theft of a gun. In other words, if you steal a gun that is worth nine hundred and fifty dollars or less, it is no longer a felony. It is a misdemeanor. So if they catch you for that, what? they bring you into – they arrest you and they bring you into the department. They clear all your wants and warrants, give you a new warrant to say, uh, 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 here is your here is your next hearing date. You take the gun away. They say, here is your next hearing date. Now go out and be nice. Go out and <laughs> be good. They don't, there's no jail time, not even overnight. <laughs> Um, go go, go and,
2: be a good person. Change your life overnight. Be Yeah. Be but person. if
0: you're a good yeah. guy, if you're a hardworking person, you have
1: to jump through <laughs> all these you. hoops and then you have to face felonies and stuff like that for buying ammo. And, oh, OK.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A uh-huh. lot of the crimes that that law abiding citizens are, are 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 affected by are called wobblers. They can be charged as misdemeanors or felonies. And if you get charged with one of these crimes, you lose your gun rights because the federal government, um, uh, they they. they they believe that uh, 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 if you are charged with a crime that can be a felony, it's a felony and you lose your gun rights. Yeah, so then you're better
1: off being a criminal. Why not just be a criminal? It
0: feels like it. Yeah. It, it does feel that way. It does feel that way. And yeah. law abiding citizens. As a matter of fact, here, uh, to, to further the mentality, the legislature has reduced the penalties for people that have been convicted of a violent crime with the use of a gun. That their penalties have been reduced. Wow. These are people who committed a violent crime with a gun and their time in prison. They're is just flipping everything reduced.
1: upside down. So let me ask you this. So now, because I'd like to get into talking about some of the other states here that have things going on. Are there sure. any states as a gun guy, you know, living in California, what are the states that Californians look down on and go, you poor bastards? You Um, have it worse than us, or is California the worst one? I don't know.
0: It's 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 regions. You've got uh, uh, New York City certainly, and um, Massachusetts, uh, particularly Boston, um, Chicago. Uh, Those areas uh, are as bad, or if not a little worse. Yeah, Chicago. Chicago's
1: third world is uh, below a third world country at this point. It's fourth world at this point. uh, Unless you're yeah. Jesse Smollett or something like that, then yeah, then it's yeah, then good. you can
0: get away with a, with with a yeah with a crime and 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 it's, and it's okay. You can just make yeah. up stuff. You can just make up stuff.
1: Yeah. So what? Because I mean, you know, there are places that I think maybe have it a little bit worse. You know what? Um, there.
0: Go ahead. Not entire states, but uh, okay. there there are, are regions that have it have it worse. We're, I mean, the Brady campaign. There they rank us as number one and hold us you know high on a pedestal for how anti-gun we are and how contrary to the second amendment we are Mm -hmm. so yeah
1: let's uh do you guys want to get into some stuff going on around the country some other uh virginia for example had a had a special session on gun violence etc today did you guys hear
2: about that they shut it down after 90 minutes? Yeah. I was just reading about that. <laughs>
1: Virginia, Virginia. I mean, we're talking about states that, you know, should be free states. Virginia thinking like this is so horrible, you know? It,
0: it is. It is. But thank God we have some uh, members of the legislature like the uh, uh, Republican, uh, senior Republican whip who resigned his position to protest the uh, anti-gun proposals that were put forth by the Republican Senate leader, a guy who has been my understanding has been great on guns forever and for some reason is falling pressure to the left and and bending down to the to the uh, the idol of gun control and proposing, Yeah. You know, gun control laws. It's crazy. Some kind of money,
1: some kind of money involved in that. Um, Let me just pop this up real quick here. I think this is on The Truth About Guns. Yeah. Breaking Virginia's Virginia legislature adjourned special gun control session, handing Governor Northam humiliating defeat. Uh, today, the, the Virginia governor, Ralph Kuhnman Northam, <laughs> suffered yeah. okay, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Suffered a humili- humiliating defeat in his effort to politically exploit the Virginia breach spree killing. He called the legislature uh, uh, to a special session to consider a host of radical gun control measures in an effort to capitalize on a tragedy and make some political hay in election year. Of course, the demanding moms also turned out to show their support for uh, recreating past tyrannies with their support for gun control. And the Virginia Citizens Defense League called out gun owners to oppose uh, Northam's political theater. All of that got shut down, but here's the stuff he wanted to do. Red flag laws, universal background checks, one handgun a month, assault weapon (laughs) ban, magazine capacity limit, silencer slash suppressor ban, bump stock ban, allow local government to implement gun control, get rid of firearm uh, preemption law, punish those who've had a gun stolen if they don't report it quick. Um, charge gun owners with a felony if a child has access to lo- I mean just a bunch of stuff that these guys want to put on here.
0: Yeah, that's the entire anti-gun program.
1: the agenda. That the yeah. Brady
0: campaign and folks have been trying to have largely implemented here in California. That's the whole laundry list. We have all of those things here in the state of California, wow. and they do nothing to prevent mass shootings or crimes, or, or anything like that. So um, we know that background checks don't serve to, pre- to prevent crime. Um, you, uh, you, we have universal background checks here in California. It does nothing to prevent or solve crimes. It All it is is giving the the, the legislature or the government an ability to know who has what guns. And people will say, oh, you guys are paranoid. They, they're not gonna confiscate guns. They have confiscated guns here in the state of California based on, on registration lists, Twice.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, are they going to do it? Can Absolutely. they do it? Hell yeah! They already have. They yeah. already have. So,
1: so uh, you know what? I heard from a guy today. This is in uh, Philly, actually. I heard from a guy who had a CCW, and I guess he says that he had a gun stored in his car, um, and and when he got back from work, the, the uh, someone broke into the car and stole the gun. He he immediately reported it, and because of that, he lost his CCW. I don't know if you, because he was asking me what to do, and I was telling him, "Listen, you're gonna have to go look up the laws
0: in Pennsylvania and see what's in, going in, in on there." Yeah. Um, the, the, in Pennsylvania, yeah, uh, in Pennsylvania is a shall-issue state, so I, I don't know that that law enforcement has that that authority to um, to take away your CCW. To take, yeah, to take away. Here in California, they do. We are a may-issue state, and if you. You know, if you burp the wrong way or, or sneeze the wrong way, the the issuing authority has the uh ability to to take away yeah. your Yeah, If you don't get along with your like sheriff work or work. whatever it is, right, you're not getting that. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. That's yeah. correct. We have but I'll tell you what, we have a growing number of sheriffs here in the state who are saying, uh uh-uh, uh, we're gonna issue permits like it shall issue. And, mm-hmm. and it, unless you come up and you do something stupid or you are ineligible to get a uh, concealed weapons permit. But if you go through what is required under the law, um, you're going to get a CCW. And there are more and more uh, sheriffs who are, are stepping up to that plate. And that's a beautiful thing. But it's not happening in greater Los Angeles area, and the greater Bay Area, where the vast majority of, of uh, Californians live. So um, for all intents and purposes, there is a total ban inability for people to get CCWs in those areas, unless you are a movie star or a judge or somehow happen to know the issuing authority very intimately.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really crazy. Um, let me see. Is there any other news of uh, stuff going on around the, the uh, country that people want to talk about?
0: Well, there's still, um, uh, you know, if you can go to, to our Gun Owners Foundation website or the Gun Owners of America website at gunowners.org. Um, to find out what's happening on um, continuing uh, lawsuit challenging the bump stock laws, um, the, the the ban on bump stocks. There's uh, uh, some uh, uh, amicus briefs that we have just submitted to, to the courts. You can go to the that website. It'll tell you the name of the case, what the progress is, where we are in, in the process. Uh, and there's still a, a, a good chance that that uh, will continue to move. Um, so that's, that's um, bump stocks. Uh, red flag laws, ammunition laws, high-cap magazine bans. Here, for, for those of you who live in free America outside of the borders of California, you'll notice that— uh, I know what's coming. Uh, you <laughs> <laughs>
1: you,
0: you might have heard that we had a, a magazine free-for-all. Yeah, there was a, a
1: gold while. rush of sorts on magazines. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> Over—yeah.
0: A a, uh, a a pro-constitutional judge in—, in um, out of San Diego, a federal judge named Judge Benitez, um, he ruled that the ammunition laws of the state of California or the the magazine capacity laws of the state of California were unconstitutional. And so he uh, stayed the law, couldn't be affected. And then the attorney general went to them and said, well, we're going to appeal the law. So instead of the judge denying him which would have given the attorney general the ability to go straight to the ninth circuit court to appeal the law and that court would have immediately overturned the 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 Mm free-for-all um so the judge said okay i'm going to remove my stay but i'm going to do it this coming friday as opposed to today that gave everybody one week and in one week over a million standard capacity magazines that hold more than 10 rounds were stolen in the state of hey, California. Man. And Something. what it did, in essence, can you imagine the UPS
1: and FedEx dudes? Jesus, they must
2: have made good money.
0: <laughs> they sure did. I was, I visited at a couple of my, uh, uh, you know, our supporting gun stores, and they were having truckloads of, of magazines uh, delivered. They were doing, um, Tens of thousands of dollars a day in selling discount, And, you know, I didn't hear of any store that was gouging. They wanted to get these magazines in circulation. And the effect of this law also made it so that any magazines that you might have had that might not have necessarily – you had them disassembled because you didn't want to uh, uh, disobey the law. You could now assemble them and, and own they were them good. legally. So there are literally yeah. millions and millions of new high-cap mags. Yeah. Around the state Patrick California.
1: asks me this all the time because when he's mm-hmm. over at my place, I have a bunch of – you can testify to this, Patrick, if you want. I have a bunch mm-hmm. of magazines that didn't even come out of plastic. I just, mm-hmm. yeah, I, just I just, buy magazines. Yeah, you there's know, no reason be, not to. But people think like, oh, man, I'll, I'll be able to get those whenever I want to. No, you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. No, you, won't. You, you get magazines every now and then when the price is – what's the best uh, – What's the a good price on magazines? Like around eleven bucks each? Like for yeah, uh, eleven twelve
2: dollars is yeah. where I'd say yep, I am. yeah, buy them.
1: Yeah. Were you guys getting price gouged in Cali during
0: that? No, package? actually, actually, we were able to get mag um, uh, Magpul and and uh, other uh, AR style magazines, thirty rounders. Probably the average cost was uh, between twelve and fourteen dollars a piece. Um, a third and fourth generation, or second and third generations um uh, the, the same price for all of your you know, the the uh, Springfield XDs uh glocks you know all of our guns they had a, a a limited 10 round magazine all of a sudden people were buying 17 round magazines for their glock 17s and mm-hmm. 15 round magazines for the Glock 19s, <laughs> and and you know 12. round <laughs> The way it should their, be, uh, yeah. It's that's like standard capacity magazines yep. designed. You had freedom that for
1: seven game. days. How was it, California? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, everybody got a taste of it, and I think it was a jolt. Oh, to, God, God, to probably, California gun on in public. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I think that's why people are starting to wake up a little bit more. And and um, you know we're asking any Californian or non-Californian that attempts to buy ammunition in the state of California and has a problem, to contact us at Gun Owners of California, 916-984-1400 is our phone number. We want to record all of that information, every one of those instances, because we're going to court to get this law, a stay on, on on the implementation of this law and get rid of it. And that information is critically important to us. It's a disaster. now we just have to prove that it's a disaster.
1: yeah, uh Gibson Fender gave us ten bucks. he says great guest, well informed. thanks for coming on. yes we'll we'll, we'll have Sam back here because you know we'll we'll <laughs> let the California people get some stuff out every now and then. uh Kathleen music lover she's in she's in uh Connecticut, which Connecticut is going through. Uh, its yeah. own trials and tribulations as well, but she's asking. Uh, she says, "So, what will happen with the mags in California now? So, what's gonna
0: what's gonna happen now?
2: They're aren't they?
0: Well, here's what happened. Um, the judge removed his stay, so the the law that was on the books went back into effect. No new magazines can be uh, sold or imported into the state of California. Those that are existing are grandfathered in. The attorney general has appealed the ruling of the San Diego judge, Judge Benitez's ruling, to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. The Ninth Circuit is slow walking this case and has not issued it to a, a, a three-judge panel to, to rule on because they're waiting to see what the, the Supreme Court does on New York State Rifle and Pistol versus the city uh, of New York. Okay. They already know, these judges already know that the Supreme Court, there's a great chance that they're gonna rule on, on, uh, uh, level of scrutiny. And if they rule on that, it's going to govern, you know, for the, for the ninth to pass it the way they want to pass it. And then it goes to the Supreme court. The Supreme court is just going to shove it down their throat and say, you screwed up here are the new instructions. This is the only way that you can rule on these things, overturn your ruling and do it right. So it'll double the workload for the ninth circuit court of appeals. So they're waiting to see. And I think what's going to happen is that, that, uh, um, if, if the Supreme Court rules on that issue, the Ninth is going to going to change dramatically. As a matter of fact, our president has been appointing people to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals so quickly that we are close to having a 50-50 uh, a balance of Republican-appointed judges who tend to be very conservative, and and Democrat-appointed uh, judges who tend to be radically liberal. Mm-hmm. So there are some changes that are that are afoot here in the ninth, and that's a pretty exciting thing that's one for of the, the entire country.
1: Yeah, that's one of the the things about voting that people really—you got to remember this when it comes to voting, people. You know, um, let, so let me ask you: What do you think? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if Babyface has anything here, but what do you think is going to happen with the Supreme Court? Do you think that they are going to rule against New York, or? Or is it fifty-fifty? What the court? No, the I, I do? think
0: there's there's just absolutely no chance with the judges that are there right now, and given the rulings that we've heard from um, Justice Kavanaugh when he was on the uh, Washington D.C. Uh, uh, appellate court, where he he wrote the opinion on on Heller three, and he wrote in his opinion and quoted Scalia that we should be using. Text history and tradition of the words uh, used in the in the Second Amendment, and we have Justice Gorsuch, who was also appointed by by President Trump, um, and in his testimony before Congress, he said that the only way we should be looking at the Second Amendment is text history and tradition. So that entire concept that that Scalia enumerated in his uh, uh, ruling on 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 Heller is the predominant view. We know that Justice Alito and we know that Justice Thomas are way on our side. And if our weak guy is the uh, uh, um, uh, Chief Justice Roberts, man, I don't have anything to worry about because he has a 100 percent pro Second Amendment record uh, in in his career. And if that's the weak guy that that everybody's hoping is going to is going to fold on us, He's already been rock solid on this okay. issue, and I'm. I, I hope so
1: that. because, like, it seems to me like Justice Roberts is just always thinking about the media and the optics of everything, and you know that's that's what I've seen lately. Now, let me just let me just uh, let me just clear up some stuff here. <laughs> I wrongly, I wrongly said Kathleen Music Lover was in Connecticut. She says she's, in, I always, I always mix up the ladies. That's how I get in trouble. <laughs> Just like every other dude out there. <laughs> so Kathleen Music Lovers is in Washington state and Vanessa uh-huh. Kitty is in Connecticut. Um, what about, okay. What about Washington state? Uh, uh,
0: we're actually right now in the process of considering uh, filing a stay on the implementation of the un- uh, unconstitutional laws that was uh, passed in Washington state. Mm-hmm. Washingtonians are are right behind us as far as losing their rights their Second Amendment rights. I mean, it is, the the anti-gun people in California, we are literally watching them walk across the border, stopping in Oregon and then walking into Washington in order to promote the same policies that that we have here in California. But uh, uh, the Supreme, I mean, uh, Second Amendment Foundation and NRA have filed a lawsuit challenging Mm -hmm. the law. We are considering filing a a motion for uh, uh, using all of these legal terms, summary judgment and, and a stay uh, of the implementation of the law because it, it is so unconstitutional. And um, it's one of the battlegrounds. Yeah. Definitely one of the Can battlegrounds.
1: Can you lay out what's thing. going on with 1639 for the people who don't know? Or are
0: you, are you uh, familiar with it? Uh, Man, if I, if I go in, try to go into the details on that, uh, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll probably screw it up. Yeah. I mean, we've um, gone I'm over it that. here
1: before. I just don't know. Just yeah. in case, like, I know there's some people that uh, – That maybe there's always someone who doesn't, uh, you know, who's not familiar with everything going on there. Um, Let me see. So where else do we have? uh, Where else do we have other stuff?
0: My goodness, Nevada! Nevada is going anti-gun. This is the silver state. Cowboys, (laughs) and and they're they're going. to the left on on, on on the Second Amendment, Colorado is certainly uh, a, a battleground state. Uh, we still have, you know, a pretty good freedom in 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 Idaho, but there's some um, changes there. There's uh, as more Californians leave um, uh, the state and move to places like Boise, Idaho, they're starting to infect those places. You know, some of these states are their own worst enemies. They they want to encourage high-tech companies to move to their state. So they did so in Texas. They're doing so in, in in Idaho. They did so in Colorado, in Colorado Springs. And along with the high-tech companies come the high-tech employees that come out of California. And then they start to vote in those places and totally change the character uh, of those states. And, and they bring their anti-gun positions and all of the other crazy things that they, that they believe in. And that's happening throughout uh, the Western United States where you would think that that freedom was was uh, still strong. Arizona is starting to feel uh, stronger and stronger pushes from the left. Texas, that's a battleground state. Believe it or not, Texas, the anti gun movement there is very strong. Gun owners of America has a very strong uh, presence in Texas. We have a a, a on the ground uh, representative, field representative there that's running the show for us, and uh, uh, Rachel there is doing an amazing job. Uh, And if people want to know what's going on there, you can go to our gun owner's website and find out what GOA is doing in in Texas to save that state from going left. Right, right. And if
1: anyone if anyone that doesn't know about this, uh, here's the text of it from of what's going on. Like you said, it's a long it's a long thing. Initiative uh, 1639 that passed. What was it in November? I think Uh, a lot of stuff. I think they were strengthening background checks uh, or what they call enhanced. Enhanced background checks, which – what the hell does enhanced background checks mean? You know, I don't – like, what's the enhancement to the background check that they're doing? So, yeah, there's a there's a bunch of um, – you know, there's a bunch of – there's a bunch of different things that they're putting into effect over there, which went in – which was on the ballot in November, right? And then all of that's right. going through, yeah. So um, – you know, if, if anyone if anyone wants to get into that, we can. I mean, I know we've already gone over all of this. I'm just trying to hit up all the different states that, yeah, that we it,
0: have it, stuff going it, on it, in. It, it targets semi-automatic so-called assault rifles, but the definition of a semi-automatic firearm virtually covers all semi-automatics right. in the state. And and I think that it's only a matter of time before the state actually goes after everything from a ten twenty two on to, to – uh, Everything you can imagine, um, it it adds uh, uh, one of these minimum age changes the age from yeah the age 18 years of age before you can uh, you know you cannot no longer buy guns, uh, you have to be twenty one yeah. longer waiting period, mm-hmm. that's right yeah uh, it, it the expanded background check secure um, gun storage and they want to include they want to include in your medical records, um, they want to they want to waive the HIPAA rights of people. Uh, in their medical records if they have if they have guns
1: Mm -mm. that's insane Uh, yeah that's that's no bueno right there i don't even like (laughs) doctors trying to put that on the questionnaires you know
0: yeah you know and and we get that question uh all the time at goa and goc is it is it illegal uh for a doctor a doctor can ask any question that they want
1: yeah don't Uh, answer it have
0: the right to answer it or not answer it right period and and uh you would be wise to refrain from answering any question having to do with 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 firearms in your home um that would be a a bad thing
1: mm-hmm. yeah there's a bunch of things that they put into it so and and uh you know i think right now like you said before all around the country they basically just have this manual of of uh like a, or a wish list of things that they want to do and they're going around the country uh trying to implement this these things where they can you know, we got smacked upside the head. Is that a, is that two years ago now, Babyface? Here in Florida,
2: when we got uh, it, might have been. Yeah, where, I think we're it We're is probably two approaching.
1: Years ago. Yeah, we're probably approaching like two years on that. Um, you know, because we had a school shooting here. We still don't know what's what exactly went down. What happened? We never will. Yeah, they had lots of opportunities to do stuff about it, but they, you know, Florida and with Republicans went about putting uh, lots of gun control. They upped the age. <laughs> <laughs> that you could do it, you know that that you could buy a gun. So now you can't buy anything in Florida until you're 21. You know they uh, did what they consider as a bump stock ban. Uh, you can't modify any kind of trigger on any gun. There's a whole bunch of things that 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 uh, went through here in Florida and things like that. Every cha- every time they get a chance around the country, they're gonna tr- they're gonna try to put these uh, laws into effect.
0: Yeah, and and the New York. State Rifle and Pistol Association versus the City of New York ruling could very definitely help uh, law-abiding mm-hmm. gun owners in Florida to have mm-hmm. their rights restored and get all of this anti-gun mumbo jumbo yeah. stripped. So from you're saying,
1: so uh, this Supreme Court thing, you're saying it's going to be that big of a deal that when that comes down, it's going to change things that have happened already in other places in the country.
0: What it's going to do is it's going to give us, the ability to go to court, to courts, to challenge specifically every anti-gun law that is on the books mm-hmm. that have not, and, 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 and yes, all of them, because mm-hmm. they have not been viewed and ruled on according to Justice Scalia's admonition that they not use balancing tests, mm-hmm. that they use strictly. This is, to my way of thinking, to a layman's uh, way of thinking, this is more the the most clear um direction to judges as to how they can rule Mm -hmm. when they come up with rational basis that means that any any rationale that you can come up with to justify a law can be made legal Mm -hmm. intermediate scrutiny the government has to show some level of interest uh, in, 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 a, in the particular issue in order for them to, to rule on, on the behalf of the government through intermediate scrutiny. Strict scrutiny means that the, the interest of the government has to be very, very narrow and they have to prove that it doesn't infringe on the core constitutional right. Text, history and tradition says, all right, none of that counts. The only thing that counts is the words that were written and mm-hmm. what they meant back when they were written. And and that's that's where we are. If that happens, uh, it's going to be a beautiful world. But you know what? We can't rely on that. We got to keep fighting. We got to keep pushing. Uh, We got to keep, you know, all of our guns have got to be loaded and cocked and locked. And I mean that figuratively for any of the boneheads that are listening out there (laughs) who think that we're some sort of violent, you know, uh, organization. Uh, we, We like to say that we need to be armed and informed um, and, and, and engaged, uh, in order to fight for our rights right where we are. And then, especially if you're blessed to live in a place to where you have, uh, relative freedom with regards to your second amendment rights, you got to look to see where you can protect your rights in other places of the country, because it will be coming to your neck of the woods sooner yeah. or later, unless you fight it.
1: Absolutely. So on that point, let's, uh, talk about, let's talk about, uh, compliance or non-compliance, right? The, you know, <laughs> this is what I think uh, lots of people should be doing. There's this recent article that I saw, and I'm gonna throw it up here on the screen, talking about New Zealand, and it says, Non-compliance kneecaps New Zealand's gun control scheme. And it says, uh, once again, responding to a horrendous crime by inflicting knee-jerk authoritarian restrictions on innocent people, Proves to be an ineffective means of convincing people to obey, specifically New Zealand's government, government which also stepped up censorship and domestic surveillance after bloody attack on uh, two Christian uh, mosques earlier this year, uh, Christchurch, excuse me, mosques earlier this year, is running into stiff resistance to new gun rules from firearms owners who are slow to surrender, now prohibited weapons, and will probably never turn them in." Um, so is that is that the, our last
0: uh, is that our last line of defense here? So civil disobedience and uh, mm-hmm. uh, ignoring the laws because the 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 law um, violates our natural law, the law that 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 preexisted anything, the formation of government itself. Um, that may be our last resort. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're there yet, and, and for anybody to just rely on that. That means that they're 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 trying to cheat their way there. We still have the responsibility to organize and to fund and to put the fight together through the the process and the system that our founding fathers established for us, our government. Mm-hmm. We have opportunities to be engaged. So many people don't want to be engaged. They get frustrated, they get uh, uh, you know uh, tired, and and I'm sorry, but the system is there, and we have to work it through. The other side works it through no matter how long it takes. But ultimately, we could have predicted what was gonna happen in New Zealand. Law-abiding citizens there find that those firearms are the only way they can protect themselves because the New Zealand police are not gonna be out in the in the back country out there to be able to protect those citizens from um, animals, two-legged and, and, and four-legged animals. Mm-hmm. And, and that was predicted. We just saw in Australia where the single most Popular, uh, um, popular, popular, the biggest gun ban on the books in, oh, okay. in, in a long, long, long time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it wasn't be able, able to prevent a, a guy from taking a sawed off shotgun in front of a bar and shooting a bunch nope. of people, yeah. Uh, you know, so, um, I mean, you could
1: ban stuff yeah. all you want to. We're basically talking about some tubes with, uh, with some kind of, um, accelerant or what can we say, like explosive, black powder kind of stuff, a projectile. This is not complicated. Even a knucklehead like me could could, uh, build a gun, right? It's not complicated.
0: (laughs) It it really isn't. Listen, there are people who have built guns in prison behind bars where no metal was used. Mm -hmm. Um, Senator Richardson, our our founder and chairman, he used to go – to the state prisons and interview prisoners uh, every year and and learn about uh, what they did and why they did it. And the number one question he asked them is, how long would it take you to get a gun if we dropped you in any city in the country and you didn't know where you were? How long would it take you to get a gun and ammunition? The average time was 45 minutes. They said, within 45 minutes, I know I can have a gun and ammunition for that gun. Secondly, uh, there, the, he found one guy who... You know, when the guy came around with the magazines we see in the movies, they come in, would you like a book to read or a magazine? And the guy would take the magazines and they literally go through the magazines to make sure you didn't pull any papers out, Mm -hmm. pages out. Well, he was taking out the, you know, the subscription cards that were on the inside. Mm -hmm. He was taking those out. So no pages were missing. And he took a pencil, dipped it in the water in his his sink and wrapped it around the pencil until he had a tube about Mm -hmm. this big. Mm -hmm. That was his barrel. Mm -hmm. He took... A tin <laughs> plate. he urinated into the plate and allowed it to uh, evaporate long to enough to get his his nitrates.
2: yep oh wow he
0: took he took from match heads to light his cigarettes, he scraped yeah. off the, the the charcoal from the burnt ends and that was his 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 charcoal and instead of saltpeter, what he did is he took the heads off of the strike anywhere matches mm-hmm. and mixed it in. And he, with a rubber band and something that was a little bit hard, he made a single shot silenced pistol that he used in prison. Yeah. If they can do do it without yeah. any metal at all. And and people now with three D printers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they can make metal guns, they can make yeah, plastic. Basic guns, machinery. Make, yeah. 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 Yeah, basic machinery. That lathe, you know, they
1: yeah, baby face, he's
0: dangerous. You need dangerous. to be careful. You, you've got a lathe. You've got one of those yeah. those tools that can make uh, barrels he's, and stuff I, like that. I that have
2: that a lathe. I, I tell my fiance this. I have a lathe and a mill. I can literally make anything. Yeah. The only thing well, I don't have right now is a TIG welder. If I have a TIG yeah. welder, I can literally put yeah. anything together. He's a nerdy
1: gun good. god. He's a nerdy yeah. gun god right there. Yeah. <laughs> look at Look at that face. The That's face right. of danger.
2: <laughs> yeah that's yeah so dangerous <laughs>
0: now you you gotta tell me man i'm curious out how here how'd you get a name baby pete who gave that
2: so hank did so the i actually we funny enough we we i showed the video last night the first video i ever did with hank was three or four years ago and it was well before i had a beard and i was a little bit thinner at the time and without a beard i totally i look like a child i have a total baby he's face. a gangster so, so, Hank, so <laughs> Hank named me that because of that. But then I grew out my beard, and it does it. it, it kind of works. It doesn't work. I don't know. But yeah. that's still, the, the original. You still have
0: a baby face. You still have a baby face. <laughs> there you go. There yeah. you yeah. go. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, wear it proudly, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, before <laughs> yeah. you know it, you get old and gray like me. So uh, <laughs> Yeah. But that's all right. We, yeah. We, we still keep fighting, you know, and uh, that's a beautiful thing. Having a mill and a lathe. It is. And a and a tig it's, welder oh, is so just <laughs> so much fun yeah. Oh, yeah for a while i i owned a, a rifle manufacturing company oh cool where oh, we made uh, stainless steel copies of the ruger 1022 oh, from right. scratch really what was the name of that company license. amt custom shop oh, okay. we made about 500 rifles we
2: stainless guaranteed steel that they
0: could shoot yep the, ah. the the actual receiver was seventeen four ph stainless steel mm-hmm. barrels were one inch bull barrels uh, um, uh, they, we guaranteed that they would shoot, um, sub 200,000 of an inch groups, five shots at 50 yards with match ammo. And we did that for over 500 guns. We never had a gun that was returned. Um, and then the state of California put us out of business by passing laws that made it almost import, impossible for us to operate in the state. Yeah. Sorry. That's sad.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I'm a huge fan of uh, Ruger 1022s, by the way, i yeah. built, i built a couple of, myself love them uh integrally suppressed Ruger 1022s my uh, mm. my favorite kind of you're 22s. teasing me man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're making me you're making me imagine like a all stainless steel Ruger 1022 integrally suppressed
0: yeah well you know we we actually sold a couple of uh, of uh, uh, our guns to somebody in New Zealand and they used it for a squirrel gun. We we threaded the, the front end because we made uh, uh, muzzle brakes for the muzzle brakes for a one inch bull barrel, uh, 22 <laughs> long rifle that <laughs> was shooting standard velocity ammunition. I mean they went, yeah, and mm-hmm. so and then the, they they were required to put suppressors on them uh, to keep the noise down. Mm-hmm. And he was sending me pictures of. 550 rabbits shot in one day with this this gun mm-hmm. and yeah. um, inviting us to come down. Very, very cool. We free-floated the barrels because it was a stainless steel action. There's no chance of bending the action with a heavy bull barrel on it. We mm-hmm. threaded the barrels into the action instead of press-fitting them, and, and then oh. we bedded the... Interesting. We the receiver into the stock. We put a, a bolt, a knob on the back of the receiver, and then put in a bedding hole in the back of the stock. So it was yeah. it was a lot what of what
1: was that called? Yeah. AMT? I'm sure let me look that up. AMT a, Custom Shop. AMT custom shop. I gotta look it up
0: while while we're talking. Yeah, and now. our our rifles were challenge edition rifles.
2: I actually found one uh, for sale on Arms List. Oh well
0: but it, it, it looked
2: like the, it looked like it was uh, the the posting had expired. But oh. Yeah, it was available. Somebody was somebody had a really nice it was the Challenger edition. Is that something? Yeah. yeah. Challenger Challenge
1: edition. edition, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: yeah
0: so had you one don't have you don't have any of these? <laughs> um um let me just throw up. We don't. We don't have any of them left. But you know what? Offline, if you want some ideas on what you can do to, to make your favorite ten twenty two superbly accurate, I would
3: love you know, to let's hear it. communicate <laughs> and I can
0: give you some some ideas on what you might do to uh, yeah, to to really really do uh, some okay. fun stuff. Yeah, I'm
1: a huge fan of uh the, of the 1022. Mm-hmm. You know the one of the 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 best platforms out there, I think. You know, and it's getting. Now, I mean, it's, now it's now the, the original
0: lots- Barbie doll. Yeah, it's the original That's Barbie right. doll. You can you can yeah. you can dress it up to do anything you want to do. Yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Oh, no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 not at all. And now I see that there's like, um, you know, uh, Brownells is, is doing uh, receivers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got the takedown. They're, you know, it's it's very affordable. Like I saw Brownells, I think, was selling the, the, uh, the receiver, like a receiver set. I think it was the receiver and the barrel or something for like 150 mm-hmm. bucks. Sometimes, you know, there's lots of builds you could do with these things.
2: How does building go in in California? Is there anything – are you able to build anything out there?
0: Um, we have, I think, uh, just a couple of, of uh, manufacturers. You mean personally build?
3: Yeah, personally. You have personally
0: the ability to, to personally build a gun. Um, you have to register it with the Department of Justice. If it <laughs> is a unserialized gun, you have to request a serial number from DOJ the minute that you have manufactured the gun to the point where it is a firearm so you know you take a, a 80% receiver and you mill it out at that point you have to get a serial number to, to attach to it and then um you have to be eligible to be able to own the gun in other words you can't be a prohibited person mm-hmm. uh and and then you can build it any any way you That's, want it's crazy that
2: you have to go and get a serial number like yeah that defeats the purpose of building your own guns in my mind. (laughs) I mean, that's the fun of my own firearms is like, so I build AKs and I just order a receiver flat, press it out. And there's an AK. So Mm -hmm. it's just crazy. So
0: here, here we have a bill going through the legislature right now where they want to require you to get a background check to purchase firearm precursor parts. (laughs)
2: That's nuts. That's nuts. It's a piece of steel. It's a piece of whatever.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, I, I you know, we, we pointed out that if you were to get just a block of plastic, just a rectangular block of plastic, that is a precursor part. You can actually build an AR-style rifle without doing any of the contour work on the outside, as long as you, you you make provisions for the pins in the appropriate places and the bolt stop in the appropriate place. You don't have to have it make it look like a receiver, and you can have a fully functional
2: You. And, and, Give like me, give of- me some what, uh, and and Hank knows that I would do this. If somebody get, got me a chunk of material of whatever type—delrin, metal, steel, whatever—and a file. I can make you anything. It's going to take me a while, but mm-hmm. I can make you mm-hmm. anything. Absolutely, <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. it's just—it's crazy to think that that's a block of delrin is a gun part because it's delrin. It's like,
0: but you know, criminals. The legislature believes that criminals <laughs> are out there spending time with their files, <laughs> making yeah. these guns in, in dark places to use it to rob 7-Elevens.
2: That's somewhere. so crazy to think anybody's actually doing that. That's no. nuts.
0: It is. You know, the, the the fact of the matter is that fewer than two percent of all crimes committed with guns have long or use long guns. And a smaller percentage of those are AR or AK platform uh, firearms. Most of them are shotguns that have been sawed off or, or, or something like that. Um, but they are not a problem. This is the this is their ability for the left to focus on a black item that they can demonize.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Make look evil and make us look evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. They tried to totally ban handguns in the state of California, and they failed. In 1982, there was an initiative to ban it. The, the, the public voted two to one against it. So they couldn't ban all handguns. So then they came up with this, OK, we're going to ban these black guns that we watch on the movies and TVs that can do all of these amazing yeah. things. Yeah, and with suppressors. Spin and <laughs> twirl and suppressors, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh my yeah.
1: god, yeah. Um, so DCG 44 says AMT Arcadia Machine and Tool.
0: Was that, yes, Arcadia Machine and Tool Company? They used to make the hardballers and and um a variety of, of, of handguns, and, and originally they made the, the the stainless steel copy of the Ruger 1022. Um, there was a lawsuit from Ruger that, that tried to prevent them from making the pistol which they were making. And, and the agreement was they would stop making the pistol and they would be allowed to make the, the rifle, at which point um, I went to the, the owner of the company, Harry Sanford, and asked permission to build uh, Chevy Sportsman Teen Challenge type guns out of these receivers. And he said, so go right ahead. And so we got a bunch of his uh, remaining um, uh, castings and we built full, complete guns using Macmillan stocks and and. Um, uh, you know super duper good barrels and here's one of the tricks that we did which breaks all convention we decided we're not going to pay attention to anybody so we had barrels that were a one in 17 twist and we shot standard velocity ammunition mm. we tried everything from 15 and a half up to 18 inch twist and we found that the 17s with with match ammunition by far were the most accurate barrels that we used and and uh and 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 that's what we did for all 500 of our guns, and, and they worked like a million bucks. I yeah. mean, you know, putting five shots in the in the size of your the, your pinky fingernail is, is an exciting thing. I want one. We yeah, we named one of ours a fly swatter. <laughs> because one of our customers who lived in Montana was sitting on his back porch with his, the, the cheapest version we made, 18 inch barrel, um, injection molded stock. Uh, I was doing the trigger jobs. They were a little under two pounds. Um, and, and he said he was sitting there, and on a, on, a, on a wheat stalk, there was a fly, and we put 24-power uh, um, burroscopes on him. He said he shot a fly. Jesus. She immediately called us from his porch and said, you guys will not believe what I just did. I got a fly at about 65 yards. Wow. And uh, we said, wow, that's pretty good. He says, yeah, you need to rename this gun the fly swatter. And we did. Oh, wow. OK.
1: <laughs> I would love to see that video, which I'm yeah. sure I don't know. Yeah. There probably was not yeah. video. Um, SoCal Gunner gave us a couple of bucks to say this. Craig De La, uh, Deleuze, Deleuze of, of uh, FPC showed the Cali legislature how a guy made an AK using a shovel The look on their face. Faces is mm-hmm. priceless.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Craig Deleuze is a, a, a one of our one of my colleagues, one of my very good and truly a, a best friend, who is totally committed to the to the Second Amendment, and and he was working for the Firearms Policy Coalition. And you're right, he he had to show pictures of a of a AK pattern rifle that was made from a shovel,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you could I've- see. All of the it, parts of the show. I want one. It was awesome. Yeah.
2: I've, I've thought about doing one at some point because I have the tools to make it. Um, uh-huh. And it's not it's it's not, oh, it's not not easy. I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's not that difficult. Like if you have the craftsmanship and the time, the big thing is the time, you can make right. anything. Anybody can make anything. Yeah. So yes. just, just trying to block it is so – it just doesn't make any sense. sense. Yeah, and then sense the other sense. thing is criminals are going to go through back alleys to get their guns. They're not going to go – and make their own guns. It's just not going to happen.
1: Yeah.
0: It, it's, it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, Peter you know, Hinkel
1: says there's some great <sighs> posts about AMT rifles
0: on Rimfire Central. Yes. Yeah, they have a whole thread there on on the um, AMT Challenge editions there that, that goes back years. I commented on that, on that uh, uh, venue a, a couple of times. I actually went through in great detail explaining how we manufacture our guns, and, and the things that we did to make them accurate. So if, if anybody wants to look, they can go there and, and find out. And check it out. Yeah. And the pant
1: says the shovel AK is a glorious thing. Babyface, you're mm-hmm. going to have to do this.
2: Yeah, I'll make one. I've been wanting yeah. to for a while. We're it's, just going to
1: give you a shovel and a pamper and you're going to have to the make guy, the AK out of that. The
2: guy got a a midsize shovel, bent the shovel into the receiver, and then the ah. stock was the handle. That's correct. It, it's, it's really neat. It's really, really cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's it, we got to do that. Yeah. We got to do uh, like a junkyard AK build. I think that would be yeah, cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm on board. I'm, I'm all in on that. <laughs> you know, but it's true. I want to see pictures. Yeah. <laughs> we'll it's make true. sure you see them. Yeah, the genie out of the bottle on this, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way putting this this back in the bottle.
0: That, the, the, you're absolutely correct. 400 million guns out there in in the United States. 400 million. They have these gun buyback programs, and they collect 100 guns. <laughs> what is that? Yep. 0. 000 0.0000001 yeah. Yeah, oh, joke. percentage of the guns that are in, in, in public circulation. You're never going to take them all away. You're never going to prevent people from from making them, especially people who have uh, evil intent. You can't stop them mm-hmm. uh, by, by controlling guns. All of the laws only affect law-abiding citizens. The good people. They don't affect criminals. Yeah. They don't affect criminals because they don't obey the laws in the first place. Right. And everything you do to try to squeeze the, the criminals, they just ooze out between the fingers. Tell me. Tell me that there isn't a gang out there in in, in uh, with with a, a member smart enough to, to learn how to reload, knowing that oh. there are no restrictions on reloading, and they can sit down in, in, a, in a garage somewhere and make all the ammunition they want, Without ever having to go buy-in anywhere. They have the bullets, the primers, the cases, mm-hmm. the powder delivered to their home,
3: mm-hmm. and they
0: make them. Yeah. So, uh, Look,
1: in some cases, the ATF has freaking sold guns to, uh, you know, like if you look at guns across the border, uh, you know, yep. uh, Operation Wide Receiver and all that kind of stuff. My, my uh, friend Mike Deddy was involved in that. The ATF sanctioned and with uh, political cover you know, um, sanctioned selling guns to, to Mexico that they knew were going yep. over Fast to Mexico. Fast and the Furious. Fast and the
0: Fast furious. And furious. Yeah. Yep, Yeah. yeah. You're absolutely correct. And the intent the intent was to make it look like California was generating the crime guns that are being used throughout the world, or not California, but the United States, mm-hmm. so that they could impose more gun controls in, in, in the United States. That was the intent. For, if they, for them to tell you, oh, we wanted to see... Who the ultimate, uh, you know, the 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 big criminal was and wanted to trace the guns, they knew that the minute those guns walked out the door, no they way traceable. No way. Yeah. No
1: way. My my, I don't know if you ever heard of Mike Daddy, but he has a book. It's called Operation Wide Receiver or Guns Across the Border. Basically, the same uh-huh. book. If you read it, um, he was an he was an FFL in Arizona, and these guys came to him at a gun show and they were buying stuff. He went to the ATF. The ATF convinced him to go undercover. And, and for them and and uh, sell a lot of guns to these guys. And it's a freaking shame. And the biggest part of it, like we're still talking like they still want uh, Miller to come, you know, and talk to Congress again and all this stuff with with Russian involvement and all that. And we sold guns that went into Mexico and killed tens of thousands of people in Mexico. Nobody's talking about that. You know, yeah, killed Americans. Americans. Yeah, killed Americans, all of that stuff. Oh, we forgot about that thing already. <laughs> no. You
0: know. no, some of us have not. We will never forget. Yeah, um, it's it's and, terrible. And, and we shouldn't. It is. It yeah. is terrible. Yeah. So that's why we have to, uh, every opportunity we can to support new leadership in any of these organizations that have nothing to do, no connections to these types of activities is what we have to push for. We have to push our leaders, our president, to appoint people who have no connection to these uh, 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 scandals, mm-hmm. who who look upon them as a stain and want to prevent them from happening ever again. So again, we need to be involved and engaged mm-hmm. as to who the leaders are of our law enforcement agencies, uh, particularly those in federal government.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anything. anytime something like this happens, I think there should be a couple of people that get the death penalty. Whoever's involved with something like that, I'm just, I'm just, I'm serious, man. That's yeah. like a horrible thing. That's a crime. That's a, a a crime against humanity that they allowed that to happen. You know, uh, thinking, oh, we could track these things. Yeah, right. No, no, it's
2: never gonna happen.
1: Yeah, they couldn't track those guys from like ten blocks from his house.
0: You know. Yeah. Yeah. The only the only way they found out that, that the guns were used were if they were recovered at a crime scene. Um, that's the only way they, they, they found out if, if the Mexican government got into a shootout with, with, uh, cartel members and they, they killed some of them. And then they ran the serial numbers on those guns and found that, uh, that they were part of the fast and furious yeah. operation. That's the only
1: way we found out. Yeah. Uh, Brian quick says, uh, Joe Rogan had a former Mexican police officer on his podcast and they talked about fast and furious government gun running. Yeah. When I, I saw that thing with Joe Rogan and I try to like text, uh, send him, um, I try to like uh, tweet out to him and send him stuff on Instagram. He should talk to Mike Daddy because Mike Daddy's story is amazing. I think you'd have an
2: interesting conversation with him.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he probably would it enjoy should be talking a movie. It yeah. should be a movie because I yeah. he's still living in the same house where he sold these guns to uh, basically Mexican drug lords. You mm-hmm. know, and he's living in that same house that they came to his house. There was so much money. He sold so many guns. He had to get a cash counting machine. <laughs> See, no, Holy no can, smokes because they ripped him off for like five thousand dollars or something one time he was selling so many guns to them and he didn't take the like he just trusted them yeah. and he <laughs> didn't count the money so he got a cash counting machine which he still has you know and he sold these guys so many guns w- with the permission of the atf um, and basically they were like straw purchases and stuff like that you know Mm-hmm. Um, and then, when this all turned around, when, um, w- when Fast and the Furious came out, they basically tried to. This is a guy that was a Marine. He never did anything wrong, you know, all that stuff. And they tried to turn this all around on him, but he kept records of everything. And that's the only reason why, um, you know, he didn't wind up getting in trouble. He didn't do anything wrong, so he shouldn't have been in trouble. The government. Uh, approved yeah. all of those things and then even the guys in the in the uh, ATF and other places that came out like were whistleblowers on this no yeah. one in their departments even talks to them those guys go to work and they no one talks to them at work you know so that that kind That's, of stuff we should never let ever happen
0: absolutely absolutely yeah. and any any officer in any agency who shuns uh, officers who did the right thing, Shame on them.
3: Yeah, that's disgusting. We are
0: greatly supportive. Gun owners of California and gun owners of America, we are greatly supportive of our our men and women who are law enforcement officers and who put their lives on the line every single day Mm -hmm. to stand between us and and the evil people out there who are willing to commit crimes against us. Absolutely. But when there are particular uh, uh, officers who've gone rogue and and, um, shun people who do the right thing, it's a shame. That needs to be cleaned up. Yeah, that, that whole department be should
1: be shut down because that's not I mean, this is not the reason why these people are serving as as uh, police officers or agents in the government. <laughs> you know, this is not <laughs> well, what we need to do.
0: What we need to do is give them a uh, 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 coach guns and send them back into the hills of Kentucky and, <laughs> and, and Louisiana to, to be the revenuers with the, the way they started. Uh, catching the people who are, who are making moonshine, yeah. you know, without without tax stamps. Well, we need like to make that. them that's go absolutely.
1: patrol that border that they let the, that they let these guns go over and, yeah. and then actually come back here and take out um, take out, you know, guards on the border and other Americans, you yeah, know. And you I'm know. telling you, tens of thousands of, of people in Mexico, you yeah. know, that's 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 not a joke. That's a horrible thing to think about. Yeah, yeah. You know, it is. So, um, it is. yeah. OK, let me I'm going to get. I'm gonna get fired up. <laughs> if I don't stop, I'm gonna get mad. You but think? that thing, but that thing, that really, that's one of those things that really upsets me. Uh, let's see here. Do, do you want to go go to some gun news? I see Glock has put out. This is crazy. <laughs> do Do I even want to waste my time? I'm gonna. Sh- okay, I'll just show this Glock thing. All right. So Glock has the G48 and the G43X black slide slimline pistols about to debut. The, did the correct thing. All, which all, is... all blacked out. Yeah. Yeah, as we know, black is beautiful. So what do you guys think about – I mean, Glock, please, can you just release the carbine? <laughs> just release the Glock carbine and stop repackaging Glocks. Never, it's never going to happen. Yeah, putting them out there. Are you into Glock, Sam? You, you, I'm a Glock um, guy. I'm I, a Glock I, guy. I,
0: I'm – I have one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On my concealed weapons permit, I, I – uh, I grew up a 1911 guy. Back in the 80s, 1911 was the, the thing that, you know, ruled the roost, and and, yeah. and I like my 1911s. Uh, but I have to admit, I do have a Glock that I use for, for personal protection. I have a, uh, a Smith & Wesson shield that I find very practical and very useful,
3: mm-hmm.
0: especially when I have to go to the Capitol and I can't take it in with me. It's mm-hmm. easy for me to store it in my vehicle and, mm-hmm. and protect, um, you know, it. Uh, and I have some level of protection, but you know what? The gun, the gun is definitely important, but not as important as training. Yeah, uh, being trained and able to use whatever the tool is in your hands is the single most important thing. Using this weapon mm-hmm. is more important than using this weapon, and uh, I'm a very strong advocate of that. Yeah, very
1: absolutely, totally agree with that. So. I've seen some day like talking about Mike deddy By the way, he's a 1911 guy. I've and so he he. Um, I don't know if he still competes. But um, he used to c- uh, shoot competitively 1911s. I don't ever want to go up against him. <laughs> I-, I mean <laughs> single stack to see a guy shooting a single stack 1911 and changing the magazine before you can even like think about it and he's back into that's pretty you know it's pretty badass I've, you know, if, yeah, you a- if you yeah. actually ever see someone do that, you know. Um, I mean, I'm not like a big 1911 guy. I do have 1911. I, Babyface thinks my 1911 is sacrilege because it's polymer,
2: um. plastic.
0: Yeah, oh. exactly.
2: That's the correct response to that.
0: Tupperware, right? Oh yeah, plastic, fantastic. I, I have
2: a Colt. I have a Colt Series 70, so I'm yeah. I'm snobby about. Yeah, Baby he doesn't consider he doesn't consider oh, it a cool.
1: 1911. Yeah, but people can actually rock those, and and it's true. It's just your skills. Yep.
0: Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's travel and commit, a uh, training and commitment uh, mm-hmm. is is what it takes to to get good at anything, and you know what? Uh, like they always say, uh, beware of the one gun guy. Uh-huh. Exactly yeah, only has one yeah, gun. yeah. He, he knows how to shoot that thing. With, thing
1: right <laughs> <So>. <laughs> he knows everything about that thing, man. He could yeah, take that thing yeah. apart in his sleep. If you had to have one gun, Sam, if you had to have one gun, what would it?
0: Yeah. God forbid we ever live in a world like that, but. <laughs> Hank, you, you're you're asking me a tough question. It's like asking me, which of my kids do I like more? Um, <laughs> yeah. If I could only have one gun.
1: Okay, I, listen, I'll give you two guns. If you had to have one handgun and one rifle, what would be your handgun? What would be your rifle?
0: My rifle would be a pre-64 Model 70 Winchester, probably changed in, in, in 270 Winchester, oh. um, which you can use for anything in North America. Um, I've got one in two seventy and one in two seventy WSM and one in three hundred wind mag and and the handgun. Um, oh, the silence it it would um, it would probably be my um, nineteen eleven um, combat command it's a combat commander, yeah, um, okay. That's the like the shorter version, right? CP. Yeah. Yeah, right. more concealable. It's. Yep, it's a, a four and a quarter inch slide. I have a bull barrel on it, even though it's got a, an aluminum frame that's checkered, and um, um, it's it just shoots. It never burps. It never <laughs> tweaks. It never <laughs> squeaks. It always goes boom, no matter what you put inside. Nice. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, the guns that I'm sentimental for, my 44 Automag, really, my uh, my Springfield. I mean, I like the XDs, I like the Glocks, but my Shield, I am particularly.
1: Why do you like the um, Shield so
0: much? What's uh, is it in the hand? What is it? It is so easy to conceal. Number one, Mm -hmm. I use a precision holsters inside the waistband um, holster, which I have found to be the single best. That's a Kydex. Hold Hoster on. Let me uh, hold that tried. up.
1: Hold that up. Let me show the show you full screen here. Okay, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. it's uh, precisionholsters.com, Um and and they make them for all of the popular uh, carry guns, um, and I, I I did do a little work on my um, um, on my shield. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. Oh. Uh, it's it's i did some stippling on it which just makes it feel really nice um put a a a nice aftermarket trigger on it that still is good is a a um hang on a second did you was it's um it's still a a a carry trigger it's not a super light competition trigger and i just for a little nine millimeter, it just, the bullets go where I point it. And mm, that's, I can- That's I can, what matters can, the most. Yep. Yeah, pull the yeah. trigger uh, pretty quickly. Um, you know, I, I like my, I, I've been competing with a five inch XD, which I have found to be extremely accurate. I did a trigger job on it, it's right around two pounds and mm. um, okay. virtually no take up, and it's very accurate in nine millimeter. And, and um, the Glock, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the handgun Barbie doll. You can, there's so many things you can put on them or take off of them to, to, to use them. And, and, um, after growing up on the 1911, the, the, the Glock trigger, it, it just takes work for me to, yeah. to get used to it. Your hand um, got maimed
1: by that 1911 for... <laughs> Handicaps yeah. <laughs> handicapped you for a Glock, basically. Yeah. What yeah. do you think? Have you tried any of, like, you know, the polymer The polymer Glocks now have that 1911 grip angle, right? Have you tried have any not, of
0: them? We, we, it's, it's illegal oh, for right. me to have them in oh. the state of California. Yeah, you can't have it. any modern, <laughs> <we're> <laughs> modern guns. We're deprived, we're deprived here. I, we I are, forgot for a second.
1: So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Rocket, that sucks.
0: Occupied territory. Yeah, I was going to no, say. I, I, I've seen them at the shot show. I've seen them, uh, and, and, um, uh, They feel very good. They feel, you know, you can close your eyes, you can grip it, and and it feels like a 1911 to some extent, and that's a that's a that's a beautiful thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. If your hand is comfortable doing that, um, that's 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 great. Yeah, Uh, Um,
1: Lola Lola uses a shield for a long time. I think now she's trying to switch over to a Sig 365, which I guess you guys can't have either. That's
0: right. Oh no, baby face has switched (laughs) over. I love mine.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I I really
0: love mine. Yeah, (laughs) but
2: so so can you guys can't have any of the super compact nine mils, like uh, the Glock forty three, the Sig three sixty five, any of like the modern tiny. That's that's crazy to me because I've switched no. to a forty three so long ago. I switched to those smaller carry guns so long ago that I don't even think about it.
1: Yeah, once you go we, small like that, it's tough to go back because I carry my Glock yeah. forty three all the time now. But the P three sixty five has got a lot of people. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Sam. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. We can't we can't have them. It, it's it's uh, uh, the the smallest of the semi autos you can have um, uh, is the the Sig. 380, the 6-hour 380,
2: the P235, whatever it is. So you at least have something um, comparable. Yeah, it's a yeah. 380 versus... But you 90.
1: guys are stuck in, yeah. what, 1990 or something? Yeah,
0: um, yeah in mid-1990s. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the Glock 17... Well, Glock was smart. They, they immediately made a bunch of models and they made them, you know, when they made third generation, then they continue to make them for California, so... There, but once you buy all of the available Glocks, you're, you're slowing you, you down buy I don't know. unless you're good with a a Dremel tool and and you know stippling device and yeah do um, But all of the new guns, the skies, the the you know I'm <laughs> I'm still carrying around a little AMT 380, which is a two and a quarter inch little five shot 380. Uh, all stainless steel. Um, at one time, one of the single most popular backup guns for law enforcement, but not the most practical or the safest uh, of all guns that you can carry. Um, but uh, you know that you, you have to make. Do you make do with what you what you? Yeah, what you're you stuck. Got, and you're you stuck in the old it. days. <laughs> yeah. So that's why the 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 safe handgun law in the state of California is is not safe handgun law at all it's 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 the 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 law that's it's a law of attrition sooner or later manufacturers are going to drop models off their list and they're not it's going to be fewer guns that people are legally allowed to buy in the state of california the legislature says that even though no manufacturer in the world applies micro stamping technology to their handguns they should and therefore they cannot sell them in california unless they do yeah, and that's in the machines. That's no, no firearms manufacturing company even owns the machines to be able to put uh, micro stamping technology. Yeah, on to the stamp firing, two places.
1: Yeah, to stamp two places on the shell casing. You're saying?
0: Yep. Yeah. That's, it it, that's it does. There's yeah. physically, and and this is how how they guarantee that 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 it's not going to work is that the firing pin is one place. There is physically no other place. On a on a uh, uh, on a cartridge that a barrel or a breech face can imprint that microstamp character on 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 the so by definition they 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 made it impossible to comply with yeah, yeah
2: on purpose
0: that's yeah. the goal <laughs> yeah listen we we uh, we qu- yeah.
1: yeah. Sorry, we crossed over the nine o'clock hour. We're gonna to have to have you come back oh, because we got into yeah. so much stuff. Too much we, to talk about yeah. There's a lot of. <laughs> we're gonna to have to have you come back on here, man, because the time has flown by. Actually,
0: <laughs> well, guys, um, I have really enjoyed this, and I have as much enjoyed talking about guns. Um, uh, if, if, if we can go into shotguns, we can go into rifles, bolt action, semi-automatics. We can go into ARs or AKs, and and I would be just ecstatic. And all the handguns, and we didn't even touch on a single revolver. No. Oh, oh know, no. I I was, <laughs> was going to
2: say, you guys can't have cold Oh, boy. That oh, boy. Sad. Look Actually, at that. Actually,
0: revolvers Ooh. are, are – are, we can't have revolvers okay, uh, so if, if, the, if the manufacturer puts them on the list. So I this don't is a cold python.
2: It's not on the Probably. list, or the list I looked at. This isn't on there, and that yeah. makes me real sad.
0: Then, then you cannot have it. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Don't move to California. I did, get a, I, I did just get a, a, um, um, a Smith and Wesson um, sixty nine, five shot L frame forty four magnum as my bear gun when I go hunting. Nice. And Oh, my goodness, was that fun to shoot, mm-hmm. um, mm. although I was using uh, Buffalo Boar low-recoil ammo, uh, <laughs> and even that was pretty significant. But, uh, yeah, we can talk. You know, I, I have a small that i like to show you. It's a it's a Python barrel with a with a Model 66 Smith & Wesson uh, f- receiver, and it, it takes the best of both worlds and, and marries it into this one unique gun that I absolutely love. So we can go on and on and on, and I look forward to it. Yeah. I think what you guys are doing are very important— let me give you this perspective, guys, and this is a thank you to what you guys are doing. We, our profession is to be engaged in the courts and the elections and the legislature. You folks are our beacons of information to a listening world that needs to hear what you are saying. So it is extremely important that you guys continue to do what you're doing and that you grow and 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 spread the word for that, we thank you. We don't have the ability to do that, but you do, and obviously, you you guys are doing a a great job. So, thank you for w- what uh, you're doing. And if there's anything we can do to be of of a partnership with you folks and, and to help promote what you guys do, we'd we'd love to do that because it is extremely important. You're
1: absolutely you. welcome. Uh, you know, thanks so much for coming on. We'll definitely have you back. Armament and Axis says. Uh, Great uh, guest. Please have him back on the show. Uh, so there you go. It's definitely going to happen. OK, so before we go, before we get out of here, Sam, can you tell the folks out there um, how they can get in touch with you, how they can support sure. GOA, GOA California?
0: Um, you can call us at 916-984-1400. That's our phone number. Um, you can uh, go to our website, www gunownersca.com, G-U-N-O-W-N-E-R-S-C-A.com. If you want to send me an email directly, send it to S-A-M-P, that's Sierra Alpha Mike Papa at gunownersca.com, and you can communicate with me directly. Whatever questions you need to have answered, give us a call. We can get you engaged. We can tell you and point you to what Gun Owners of America is doing. If you want to be on a, on a on a on a national level, or you want GOA to help you in your particular state, we can point you to Gun Owners Foundation and how you can give tax-deductible donations to the legal fight to 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 fight in the courts. And of course, what we do here in Gun Owners of California, for which we we we've dedicated our lives, and 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 um, and we do it because it's our calling. It's important. If we don't do what we do, what you guys do and we, what we do, there will be more victims. And that's what we are fighting for. We want survivors. And the only way you can have survivors is that people are, have the ability to protect themselves in their own homes and their own travels. So long live the Second Amendment, and we'll keep fighting for it. Amen,
1: amen. Thank you so much for that, Sam. Uh, we appreciate your support on this. And the GOA, everyone that's out there uh, fighting this good fight, I think, you know everyone plays a part here. And uh, you know we appreciate everyone that's taking part in that, of, uh, including the folks who are out there, that they support this in all the ways that they can. Uh, Babyface P, before we get out of here, how can people uh, keep up with you and follow what you're getting into?
2: Uh, baby Face P on YouTube, Baby Underscore Face P on Instagram, and if you really like the shirt that Hank is wearing, I just put the Teespring link up. Man. It's available. So on. I those came from Bruce Bruce Laudner, Bruce oh, okay. Laudner? whatever. Uh-huh. I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name. Those were a gift from him, and I really appreciate them. Right. So I'm – uh, I like them so much that I designed some myself and stuck them up on Teespring. They are available. There's the link um, if you guys want to go find them. And I did a really cool one with Cyrillic writing, so it says BFP, but it looks like Russian writing, so okay. it looks cool. <laughs> but uh, anyways, go all check right. that out. Uh, yeah. But that's that's me.
1: Yeah. So lots of uh, love and support, Sam, from all the from all the folks who are listening to this. They really enjoyed you uh, coming on. So you know. Um, Big shout-outs from those guys. Um, I want to shout-out Richard Hughes that was here hanging out with us, having pizza before the show. (laughs) He's a good dude. (laughs) Uh, I think he got back. He got back home okay. And I really want to thank Sam for coming on, man. It's been awesome. We we definitely have to uh, do this again.
0: There's a lot more to cover, guys. Keep fighting. Stay armed and informed. Uh, You guys are in our prayers, so keep, keep fighting and doing what you do.
1: Thank you. All right, guys, we're out of here. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace.